Well, no, I'm not. I don't I'm not, give a care. I don't fake it for the, the crowds at home, okay? Either you get my. I don't give a care. You get my hacky laugh. They either love it or you like it or you're like, what's this guy laughing at? Or you get, I don't know, turtle power. <laughs> that was even good. T U R T L E power. T U R T L E. Hey, man. I bought that soundtrack. Did you? And I played that soundtrack. Because there's this one song on there called 9.95. That mm-hmm. It's so 80s, yeah, 90s. 9.95. That I, I dig. Since I, was I actually do not have that soundtrack, but I know I know it. I will send you oh, wait, some tracks. No, I don't have it. No. And I, I have the I second one, it. which is not good, but it has a turtle rap in there. Ninja, ninja, rap. Ninja, ninja, ninja rap. I mean, they danced. Uh, why do we... We don't... Like, we say the third one is the worst movie, but, like, two is not great. I liked two a lot when I was when I was a kid because it was really funny and silly, right? Yeah, but we were idiots when we were kids. Yeah. So. And I, but as a kid, I still didn't like the third one. So what does that tell you? They made more, they made more toys for the third one than they did. Yeah, because they were in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> And they play. They teach. They taught some samurais how to play hockey. I mean, that's. They had a better base, and then the guy falling with the birdcage. The set was better. The set design was better. I think the suits are better. No, and the second the one, freckles? the second, second. No. You didn't like the freckles? No. And the spots? No. The livers. I mean, they'd aged. Mm-hmm. Nope. I wish oh, people could see your face right now. This is the stinkiest face you've ever yeah, seen. <laughs> this is stinky mm. diaper face. No, thank you. <laughs> Back at it again. <laughs> like, we've never, like we've never left. Coke and dank. Dank and coke. This is a first glance episode. No, you didn't like that? It's fine. Hey, dang. <laughs> well, I don't like... I mean, you said it was going to be different. It's different. It's different. Oh, you want the... We can do a whole new thing then. Hey, dang. Or I can just keep riffing on this and just go for another three minutes. Watch your watch you feverishly get angry through this Zencaster chat. Are we getting paid for Zencaster yet? No. I thought you were say hey dank again. Hey dank. <laughs> hey Coke. A samurai's <laughs> wife asked him to go down on her, and he replied, It's Bushido. You want to scrap this? You want to scrap this one? No, I'm leaving it all in. <laughs> this is perfect. What are you talking about? Listen to that hearty laugh I got. 
Uh, it's almost like we haven't been doing this for like three years that we what's, don't know how to do this. What's properly. funny is if I, if I had rephrased that <laughs> to what did the samurai say when his wife asked him to go down on her? It's Bushido. It's Bushido. It's Perfect. Bushido. You could have got me. But I didn't. I did it some other half-assed dumb way that I'm going to leave in because it sounds ridiculous. Well, again, that's why this is a special episode. This is a this first is a glance. Episode. It's a first glance episode. We started reading... TMNT The Last Ronin in October of 2020. Thanks for still a, subscribing. As a first glance, which was just the one issue. And we liked it so much, we went with all five issues, which just ended recently. And so we decided to compile them up into one episode. Now. That's what you got coming up now. So. We can't tell you if it turned out to be a good book or a bad book, but we read all the books. We read all of them, and they're all compiled here into one spot, so you don't have to go searching for it's First Clans 1, First Clans I mean, 2, First Clans 3, yeah. Uh, in terms of Turtle Book, the worst Turtle Book is still going to be a better Avengers book. <laughs> Shots fired. Well, the Eastman and Laird, the first time they came back together in a long time to write a book. With them, so it, and, to, and to their credit, they told a tale that hadn't really been told about these t- turtles, right? Like this is a yeah. seminal kind of and a flash forward, like like a, a view into kind of maybe a, a darker future, which again got us reading the book originally, right? It's called the Last Ronin for a reason. If you don't understand that, uh, you're gonna be lost. But and it was all sold on the fact that all the turtles are dead. One is left. Which one is it? And we had our guesses because they don't tell you until the end of the first issue right yeah. No, yeah the end of the first issue yeah and then we, we do a little figured out and how we cheat coded in and stuff and again beautiful artwork uh original story uh and just again i i never got to see this turtle in this type of light so that was kind of refreshing that was the coolest part yeah and it, it starts it starts really really strong so it's just yes. it gets you it grabs you from the beginning and we might be saying things that we've already said that you'll be hearing after this but because we like i said it was recorded the first one was recorded uh, almost two years ago so yeah we, we definitely hit puberty so if our voices don't sound like this anymore you know no that. and it, this, <laughs> like, we, we don't have great audio quality now but that first episode probably the first couple don't have they have even worse audio quality so I'll, I mean, I'll, if you I'll... hear some, if you hear Dane talking like this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I definitely got a new mic. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Cause yeah. You, yeah, I had that wonky motherfucker. But we were these. These were all. This all happened after the end of the world. So we all. So none of them were. We were actually in the same room together. So there's no. that. And now so. we're never in the same room together. So <laughs> no. this is easy. This is easy. I mean, it's, it stinks because it's like. I don't know. What I'm talking like that, but anyway. <laughs> this is the intro. <laughs> the intro. I know, and I was gonna get into like a whole story about how we haven't recorded together, and I was like, "What am I doing? What am I doing?" There's already like two and a half hours of content after this, and I'm like just breaking it into some. This is so. I met Dank on a cold September night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was that time you came, and the door was locked, and I didn't know you were there. Yo, that was rough, bro. I thought it was the end of the friendship. You so left. I was like, the "Where are you going?" I was like, "I'm not coming back here." It's like, you, you fuck. It's like I'm sleeping on a couch. It's like how am I supposed to know that? We're yeah. terrible with communication, by the way. For someone that's horrible, horrible. That, you know, what? we're that, really good for a couple days, and then we're just <laughs> terrible. For, me, for like, what if we falls off a cliff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
What am like, I? Yo, I want to go live my life. Fuck, <laughs> fuck you. And the other one's like, all right. Cool. And then that's what happens. We just stop communicating. That's, yeah. that's exactly what happens. Right, it's okay. You know what always brings us back together? Turtles. 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 Hope you guys enjoy, enjoy yep. the last Ronin. If you listen to this show, <laughs> you know how much we love our turtles. So we're doing something new today. We had a pre-meeting. <laughs> we had a meeting before, like to recording, like <laughs> to get on the same page. Goodbye. I don't think we're. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to intro this. Don't like don't overthink it. The shit that you like is simple and straight to the point. Uh, we're a new type of segment. We're following this new Turtles comic that dropped this year, which is insane, and kind of it's a crazy premise. And we didn't even want to wait or wait, sorry, we don't want to wait or kind of savor any time to not talk about it. We were going to be talking about it anyway. So we're just kind of giving you guys the first glance. We should call this first glance. First glance, like that. Let's call it first glance. This is our first glance at The Last Ronin. Kevin Eastman, uh, Peter Laird, Tom Waltz. Wish for Death, sub subtitle. What's crazy about this book is that it's actually like decades old. They came up with this concept shortly after they came up with the Turtles. Um, according to what I've read. So and they were late, just holding it in their back pocket? Yeah, yeah. In the, uh-huh. la- in the late 80s, they were like, we always wanted to do this story. I think Kevin Eastman had a story, but he just never did it. And now yeah, they're kind yeah. of they're like, all right, let's do it. And the, and the idea of the story is that there's one turtle left. This is this is decades. It's like what, 30 years? I don't know. Yeah. They say they say about 30 years af- after the, the 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 turtles as we know them. So it's, they, an old, it's an older grizzled turtle, and he's only, it's only one left, and the other three are dead. Yeah, they, they knew, uh, Laird and Eastman knew a lot about uh, endangered species and how, <laughs> how much turtles are going to be on that list. Um, super, super cool premise, but I think, like, it's really going to get its marks for the style and the look of this last turtle. Mm-hmm. Like, that for me, um, before we even get into kind of the comic, the cover art is so striking and so amazing. It's like, as a turtle fan, how would you not be interested? And even if you're just walking by and seeing this with your amount of information on the Ninja Turtles, you'd be intrigued to know what the fuck's going on between these pages. Like it's such a cool cover. It's literally that lone turtle with his back to, I guess the audience and you see his new outfit. Like it's a turtle, like you've never seen before, Yeah. but uh, he has all four of the turtles iconic weaponry on his back. Yeah. He's got the black hood. He's all geared up in pure black Got the black, face mask what's crazy you're talking about the cover which is amazing there's actually i don't know if this is a record but there's actually 71 variant covers for this first issue or for all for the, this, the for, this for this this single issue that's amazing it's um incredible. and we didn't even talk about the red sun in the background too right so the nod to like kind of japanese culture and what a ronin is yeah which is coke a wandering samurai without a master so you get you literally get everything telegraphed on the cover um and as a turtle fan sign me up for more like i can't i couldn't wait to start reading off of the cover the cover is so fucking iconic and the premise like it's such a simple premise like okay only one turtle's left i didn't even like before i read the book i didn't even know it was future set i thought it was just all i heard was there's one turtle left yeah and that's kind of the charm too like they peel into that like it's nothing that you get up front of like this is new york 2025 like slowly you start bending back the world that this lone tur- turtle was left in and you see how fucking 
upgraded it is, and it's it's crazy. Uh, we forgot to mention this is IDW Publishing um, doing it. I just I like to like to let that known. But yeah, it's just it just kind of opens up with we don't we're we're not going to do play by play, but it, it opens up with with the turtle in like sea of sludge, and there's like the city. I guess it's a New York, right? It must yeah, be. That way, yeah. It's all like walled off in like the a river of sludge. It's a it's like a prison <laughs> prison. Yeah. Because there's that giant fortress in the center of it. There's a there's a great panel that shows the full city and what like kind of the map. So if this is what this last turtle has to roam through to make it to the final boss, it's gonna be fucking amazing. Well, that's based. That's like. The majority of the issue is just the turtle trying to progress through the city to get to the new enemy. Boss, yeah, boss level. Um, this would be an amazing game, which just it would be. occurred to me. I would love to play in this world as this last turtle trying to get to the fucking big house too, right? And like legit, it's a giant house on the map, right? Like they show buildings and they're all pretty much to scale the same size. But you know where the big boss lives. Yeah, you know exactly where he is, and it's inter- it's cool too because he's actually Shredder's grandson and Karai's son. Yeah, what the kind of writers did for the fans, there's a lot of cool tie-ins that they slowly get kind of dole out in this first issue. Um, not only is it the grandson of Shredder, but Oroko Huroto. Sorry, go ahead. The new security is kind of the new Robo Ninja Foot, <laughs> which is that's insane. right. Yeah, like Cyborg Foot Clan, right? Um, again, we're not going to go beat for beat because it's such a great read, but I do yeah. want to talk specifically about the new gear that this lone turtle is wearing. Um, it's all black, so already that's dope. And when we say all black, even his face mask has mm-hmm. gone yeah. full black, right? Like he, they're no longer represented as four distinct different colors and kind of um, uh, archetypes. It's all this last one. And I love the fact that we don't get it till the end, but it's all basically a revenge and honoring mission to honor the fallen and that's all you really want from a fucking samurai let alone a ninja turtle um, How, what i think is really cool i always like the the ideas that um kind of what's going on in the person's head in this story he's he talks to his fallen brothers throughout the the progression state so he's by himself and he's talking to somebody off panel and you kind of figure out who you, you, you get it. You slowly get to peace. And the thing is they, they always do the thought bubbles to lead off of the panel. So yes. it's directly like it's someone right out of focus and you know that nobody's kind of following him until you get that amazing panel. Yeah, they show that they actually show the, the ghosts of the three brothers behind him. Yeah, kind of all uh behind their shoulder too, right? Like he's always got these guardian angels, like he yeah. never gets to leave his brothers. Which is cool because yeah, it's it gives him an uh, the opportunity to kind of bounce things around and, and actually because he's by himself, he's just progressing through the city and this building the whole time, level by level, and he needs as much help as possible. So the fact yes. that he still has his three brothers telling him like go this way, go that way, or are still chirping him too, right? They're still busting his balls on certain yeah. things, which is fun. Like that's what you were worried about reading a turtles comic where there's not four turtles represented like you you're always used to that dynamic you you need the brothers to play off of each other so this is such an interesting way of still keeping that alive but in such a completely different way this this also is r-rated by the way i don't we didn't say this at the beginning there's a lot of blood there's yeah a, a, lot, lot, of, of, a lot of turtle blood like a lot of dismember like even when he when he first kills like when he kills the first um new foot clan guy yeah like he thinks it's a machine and it's 
to like, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he he knocks his block off. Like, he, yeah. De- like decapitates him like yeah. uh, that those super punch out robots. It was amazing, right? But like, he has like a human eye and they're like, oh. This whoops. is this is new. Yeah, he's not a robot. I just murdered somebody. And uh, that honestly, that's a great panel too because you get three extra thought bubbles from obviously his three brothers. But he's standing over the body just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And then you get a good look at his fucking, his new outfit, right? It's all black, but he's got a hood on, black mask. He's got goggles that he doesn't use in this, but you know, like you appreciate that he's ready for that. I guess they're night vision or something to that level. Shoulder pads, utility belts, obviously all four of the um, weapons of his and his three other brothers elbow pads wrist guards a gi a vest knee pads shin guards and then the dopest part is he's still wearing sandals right like yeah yeah thing that aren't covered yeah it's amazing i i like those panels i like the panels where he's um looming over top of the four sets of weapons yeah that are on the ground he's like in the sewers and he's i thought that was so like cool and so I know it's gonna sound nerdy, but so powerful too. It's just like, because even Leo's sword there is is broken in half. Yeah, he he goes through the ringer. Like we're skipping over a giant kind of part of the story, and I love yeah. how the progression flow of like he never stops. Like he's no. literally always on the go. So the fact that when he finally does stop, it's to kind of apologize and like feel unworthy to his brothers and like his father splinter like he pulls out the book and everything too but that's right yeah he he, he had been going non-stop all the way through the city up like he he was literally like one floor away from meeting meeting the nemesis too right and even that reveal of how um oroku Hiroto yeah um stopped him with the mousers and the giant mousers made me yeah. laugh right like it was such a cool callback but obviously updated for this crazy time. Like there's flying cars all over the place. There's new technology. So very, the fact very that- fifth, Very fifth element kind of. Yeah, uh, good call. The fact that he's just literally jumping on motorcycles, like crushing robots left and right and constantly moving. The moment that you like the best is punctuated because it's so still. Yeah. And I was like, it's funny the whole time when he's talking to the ghosts, of his brothers and things like in the sewer when he takes off the the top part of his his outfit stuff i'm looking for cues to kind of like who is it i'm like who the way they talk i i couldn't figure it out like what's what's cool is that in uh like i, I hadn't i had a hopes of who it would be and stuff but in the sewers i just want to say he, yeah, he looks a lot with the black bandana stuff he looks actually a lot like slash i know it's just the just the outfit right I know, yeah that's kind of because he's kind of got these bulk like these bulkier he's older He's like wrinkly. He's got the black mask and he's got the, the, the freckles on his back and whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then like, like I love that little extra touch when he finally like disrobes. We didn't even talk about like he takes off all of his armor. To, yeah, like, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Finally like l- lie down and pray. And then you, you see he's, he's old Logan. Like he's old Wolverine. It's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But it reminded me of Slash. It reminded me, it looked like Slash. And I was like, that'd be an interesting twist if they, if they made it Slash. It's funny that you say Slash. Like that made me think that this this be a great fucking um arc for metalhead like imagine a updated metalhead for this time period right like, mm. he's got to be insanely operational with all the the tools that he would have well i wonder if there's going to be any villains like it'd be interesting to see if like there's they, they can't put anybody everybody in here but it'd be interesting if there was like a like a rat king throwback or, or a throw like, there they did, they did set us up with the whole kind of chain of command right like it can always just be grandsons or like yep that's right yeah 
if they want to go that route. Like, I'm not mad at it. Um, no, no, no. It's kind of a cheat code. But the fact that um, even uh, Oroku calls for this, like the Baxter plan when he's he wants the Mousers makes me think that there's there's got to be a, some sort of updated Baxter connection as well. A Stockman. He, like, he either screams out, I think it's like the Stockman plan or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, and then the, giant the mousers come out. And I was like, mousers, right? Like those are bitches. Like I hated those in the game, right? Yeah, except these ones have like arms too, and they fly. It's like, fuck. Um, let's go into the artwork a little more because it, again, it's really good. It never stops, and it's so vibrant, right? Like the fact that it's an updated world, and you get all this fifth element stuff is cool. But the fact that they go so seamless between, like, uh, soft blues and then like bright oranges, because there's always an explosion, there's always a fire, there's always like this turtle's fucking going for blood, and like this would be amazing, like last day movie kind of thing, right? Like the whole um, die hard, I gotta make it to the top, right? It's it's insane. Um, I love how much movement there is, panel to panel to panel. I never wanna. I don't. I don't slow down reading. I just keep reading faster and faster and faster. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, it, the the momentum's crazy. And I and we're talking about the the whole fifth element look. And but that the scene in the sewers too, when he takes everything off, it's like the contrast between the bright and colorful, like futuristic city surrounded by sludge, and then he's so his colors are all muted like even the the face masks of his fallen brothers are the all four are muted color like it's not like a bright vibrant blue and red it's like they're like muted and he's muted he's not even green he's gray you know yeah so it's like it's almost like the old world meets the new world type thing it's it's also kind of cool how the artist uh, i believe i'm pretty sure there's always one of the four colors represented as a background like they have stark blues that give oh, you the Leonardo feel. They have the bright oranges for Michelangelo when he's down praying. It's all red. It's yes. Raphael. And there are certain moments when he's moving through and you see kind of a purple background um, with Oroku. So whether that's subconscious or conscious, that's like a great nod to keep those colors alive, knowing that there's only one left. Yeah. And again, he's bleeding constantly. Like he, he gets thrown out of a building and hits concrete and bloodied <laughs> yeah he's fucked he's fucked right spoilers if we don't say spoilers off the top we're super excited about this comic um if this was the boom boom we'd be giving this boom boom but it's completely different to that like this is a brand so new much, yeah there's so much to enjoy even the fact that after i don't know like does he actually commit suicide like uh, he's, no he's so like distraught from like losing i don't know how many times he made this attempt to try and make it up to oroku but this time was kind of his last that he's so close to just ending it all right like the the true ronin warrior sacrifice like if i have no master i i can't move on yeah he he actually he passes out from loss of blood is what it's i took from it it seems right. implied because he was about yeah he was about to he was um, very close to like um taking that chopped up katana and just ending it yeah yeah, it's funny. That scene too, I was like, I was like, oh, he's going to grab the mask that's his. And I, was, I was waiting for that. He ends up oh, grabbing yeah. his sword and I was like, oh, I, I guess it's Leo. But then it's not, that's, I was way wrong. I was like, oh, never mind. He's trying to kill himself. <laughs> and you get this kind of amazing flashback to when they're all kind of like young boys and not in masks. So like another way to keep this mystery going longer. Yeah. And how this specific turtle woke up and he was just surrounded with his brothers, which is kind of like those fun times when they were all together. Yeah, that I took it as like that was. That's interesting. I took it, I took it as that was him dying. Uh-huh. Like that was him. Like that, that, that was kind of the gateway or the the waiting room to the next life. Yeah, that's that's how I took it. But you're right. It could have been a dream. Too. I don't know. It could go either same. way. Like that's yeah. kind of the genius of 
um, the story. Uh, even so with how you get the reveal and how you figure out which turtle it is. But who, who did... Who did I want? Yeah, was it, were you, that's what I was saying. Who did hoping, I think? Were you hoping for a for? A I definitely, I was definitely hoping for Donatello. I okay. love the fact that this specific last turtle is so militant and so about his, I got to fuck shit up to like um, get some sort of peace and like revenge for like my fallen family. The fact that if it was Donatello, he would be just like, excluding this one half of his mind, which was like his genius and like his thirst to like build and kind of create to satisfy the other side, which was, I have to honor my brothers, right? So I really was hoping it was that kind of dynamic. Yeah. I was also hoping what it was, I was, I was hoping it was going to be either Donnie or Mikey. That's, that's, that was, those were my two, just because nothing against Leo Raff, but they've been down this similar path before where they kind of go on their own and do their own thing. So you, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like right. they're easy targets for it. Cause you know that they're, they're the survivors of the four, right? They're the. But most- because, and that's the thing that we were kind of getting into before we started rolling because their dynamics and their archetypes are so different. You could go any direction and still you kind could. of enjoy what touches that writer gives to it. Like there's nothing to say that if it, if it's wrath, um, that he, he finds a softer side to him or if it's Leonardo, like he, he figures out like, like leading didn't work out. If like you lost them all, there's, there's so many different kind of ideas you can play around with, there is. with, with, with whichever brother you wanted it or ended up making it. And it's all about, it's all about, like, it's all about the writing too. I would have been slightly disappointed if it was uh Raph or Leo. Right. Or if they did, they revealed that because I would have been like, well, like I'm fine with it. I'm ra- I'm with it because it's turtles and I love all four of them and everything. But and it was already a great read, right? Like it was already a great read, yeah. But it just would have been a little disappointing because it's like, okay, well, they're probably the most. They're not probably they're the best fit suited for this type of thing, anyways, right? So I kind of wanted a, a harder change and a. Fair enough. Um, I was gonna say talking about the thought bubbles and kind of the conversation that this last turtle has with his brothers, you, if you did notice that all of the thought bubbles are always in white, yeah. but the inner dialogue bubbles, they're in a specific color. Did you realize that? I just picked that out. No. Um, do you want to know what color it is? Cause that's basically the fun reveal that we get in the end. These machines are, oh yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't notice that either. All of uh, the last turtles thought bubbles are orange. Yeah. You're right. And we get the fun reveal from old April O'Neil that it's Michelangelo who's the last the last Ronin. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it needs to say I wasn't disappointed. I was very pleased. Because, um, like I said, Mikey or Donnie, I would have been fine with. Mikey's oh, my oh, favorite, but... Yeah, Mikey's an amazing choice. You can't go wrong. And considering what he got accomplished in this first issue, I can't wait for more, right? And it was funny, like while he's talking to his brothers too, like all the dialogue about I didn't even notice the colors, but I was Yeah, I just I was, picked it up like now when I was going through it, I was like, wait a minute, those are orange. Yeah, sorry, <sighs> I didn't even pick that I feel I feel like an idiot now for not picking that up. But No. I was trying to guess who it was just based on what they were saying, but because it's been so long mm-hmm. like I kinda guessed it wasn't Donatello just because there was one point where he was trying to get through a door and one of the ghosts was like, No, no, you gotta do it like the, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but you gotta, you know, wire it this way. I was like, Okay, so it was it can't be done or it's probably not Donnie because that's the ghost is no, like, you know what I mean? The right. techie one. So that's, that's kind of, I was like, it's probably not. And then the obvious, like they, they wouldn't make it 
Leonardo, they've told that story before where Leonardo's kind of off in the world by himself trying to like fend for yeah. himself. Yeah, and and Raph has too, right? So it's kind of like that's why I was like, it'd be too easy for Raph, right? Yeah, it'd be yeah. Considering the mannerisms of like how angry he is and how fucking <laughs> gung ho. Like, there's a moment where uh, Mikey steals a motorcycle and he screams out, "Old turtle, new tricks!" Right? Like, that's right. Yeah. Fun little moments, as well as like he's talking about teachings that he got from Splinter. Like, there's a moment where he's like, "Strike hard, fade away, never lose focus." Right. Yeah, he was yeah going through the thing. Did you notice that the, the motorcycle that he stole was the the, the girl he stole from her? Her friends called her Jones. I did not. Yeah, so I was like, maybe it's a, it's a little on the nose, but I'm assuming it's a Casey Jones um, nod. And she's definitely uh, kind of not pivotal, but has a big influence. Like she gets to discover Mikey as he passes out. Right. Um, I, we don't know the connection between kind of the Mad Hatter with that giant hat that she's wearing and old April O'Neil. Old April O'Neil, yeah. Let let herself go. I mean, she she's still sticking with the yellow, but you know, good for her. Good for the yellow jumpsuit. People get old. Um, yeah, 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 it does happen, doesn't it? <laughs> you're, you're blaming her for aging and still being... It's amazing the fact that like he still has friends, right? Um, it, this was such a fun read. Um, I, want, I wanted more immediately, but because we're doing this kind of week to week or whenever they drop it, we only got one in the bag, man. Yeah, so we're going to do this Yeah, every every week that drops. But I mean, it's not... I think the next issue is not coming out for another two months. So... <laughs> Hope you, hope you like this one because yeah, <laughs> like we fucking did I, I'm i gonna read it probably once or twice more yeah well with all the color schemes and the fact that like it's orange stop bubbles I was like oh man like that's so I'm, we're, I'm an idiot there's, <laughs> you need to sacrifice yourself now because you missed out on I did yeah, yeah do you, you give a broken you sword lost focus. you were <laughs> you're supposed to never lose focus um, a broken sword I can just kind of lean on this was fun, man. Like I fucking enjoyed it. It's turtles. It's really hard to get it wrong, and I'm sure we'll find some stuff eventually and reveal or release all the stuff of when they do get it wrong. But when they get it right, man, fucking a. Yeah, well, that's the joke too. Is we on this show we can't go more than like eight weeks without doing something turtle oriented. Well, literally, we're always sending each other turtle memes and turtles. So the fact that we at least have mutant ninjas to add on to that helps our show. Oh, you were talking about real turtles. Yeah, I thought that you meant just the turtles. I was like, I was like, wait a second. Do you mean Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Turtles or are you talking about like Turtle Thursday? Turtle Thursday. It, it is Thursday. Funny. The yeah. fact that there's a pause there, you're just like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was like, did he what mean you real talking? turtles or did he mean because we said both? Yeah. What are you talking about? Turtle <laughs> boys. Um. Yeah, man. This was fun, bro. You know we love our turtles. <laughs> <laughs> this intro had no chance like no no, chance. no. i hate no i hate chance. i hate intros it was it was set up for that i hate no intros chance. i just i like cold opens i like coke opens that's what i like you you like what coke opens coke <laughs> <laughs> how did you miss that it was right there for i like you. coke open. jesus welcome welcome back <laughs> to our first glance our first glance <laughs> It's funny. It's been months since the first one because this the second issue was delayed like three times. <laughs> yep. So this is our second first look at first glance. Second look, months later. But the last, the last Ronin number two. I'll I'll give it this. These have so far. It's only two two have been out. These have been worth the wait. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not mad that I'm getting moments to breathe on how great I hope this series is going to turn into. Yeah. No. Same with me. It's. 
the the brakes or whatever. It's not that these are nice meaty issues. They're like double size, I think. Yeah. Excuse me. So, hey, and there's they're smooth reeds. Yep, and it's like onion levels of peeling back layers of just shit of like, oh shit, like this is definitely gonna affect this dude very soon in his future. Um, sure, and this one, so get into it. This one gives us a look at the past and how it's cool because there was once a truce between uh, the Foot Clan and the Turtles right. until it was broken. They don't really say how it was broken, do they? Though I think, and that's what I'm talking about peeling back. We'll get that right, like they kind of set up that we're going to be looking back as much as we're looking forward. So be prepared to like understand how these two roads converge at a certain point. Cause it like throughout this particular read, like Mike's suffering through trauma, like yeah. several traumas yeah. and, and it's blaring, right? It's like, fuck. And the parallel is he's not the only one April's suffering through her own traumas as well. So the fact that the cover is fucking Raphael all deezed out on a rampage, where yeah. like I'm all in already, right? Like, good lord. Well, and, that, and that's telling too, because it has to deal with because this is only I think this is a f- uh, four or five issue um, run. Yeah. So we can assume now this one was this one the flashbacks were kind of centered on Raphael from for part of it. So you can yes. probably assume and how he died. You can assume that the next issues will be about how like the other. The other two turtles died too. Correct. And have you noticed about the look of the particular moments when it's talking about Raphael? The past and the black and white? That, but I was going to say in Raphael's kind of flashbacks, the hues are more red. Like it's more uh, mm. red, blood red um, tones. Yeah. Compared to when you're in the present day, it's very cold. It's very like blues and blacks and grays. Yeah. And then there's a moment where they actually, like, there's even a further past. Like this one has like two flashbacks, like two different types of flashbacks. Yes, which is right. good because the styling changes for both of those. Like it's completely different art styles, and that lends to the depth of the information you're getting. But the depth of the book, right? Like you're getting memories from. I guess it's always going to be Michelangelo's memory to a certain extent. To a degree, yeah. But I mean, they covered well. The Raphael stuff is isn't Michael's memory. That's that's something that actually happened. That would explain the two different art styles, right? Correct. Is the the it's kind of this is what happened. So we're gonna put like a like a reddish haze over it. But right. the stuff that's right from memory from uh, Mikey's memory is is like the old Mirage style, like the the black and white and jagged and art, right? Just like it was in the very first original Mirage run. There's there's three distinct splashbacks. So there's the the black and white where it goes to what Michelangelo was doing between the time yeah. when he lost his brothers, his father, and went off to his own. Then there's the the Raphael red tone flashbacks, but the the story starts with April and them setting up for I guess the engagement announcement between her and Casey Jones. Mm. That's all shot in an orange tone. So I'm assuming this is Mikey's flashback. This is how he's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like this is again from the first issue where we didn't pick up until the end. Like they're really gonna lean hard on each character's kind of color trait because not only does Mikey dealing with flashbacks of trauma of like actual events, like he's still talking to his brothers, which is totally fucked up in this these scenarios, right? Like full out conversations, getting yes, mad like, at them and shit. <laughs> There's scenes where he's gathered around a table and they're all drinking tea. And I'm like, this can't end great for anybody unless he fulfills this fucking 
like deep seated prophecy. But we'll get into like all that stuff kind of down the line. Again, what was what was cool about that the the one where you because he only talked he talks to his brothers once in this one. But what well, was they, cool they, about they, is they it all appear once, right? Like yes, they, they, they always have thought bubbles. But this is like he sat down and you get the viewpoint of like this is what he's looking at. Well, he even vent, he he vented out on Raph's ghost specifically. Yes, which I thought was interesting. Right, it's always about you, da da da. And like we fought all the same battles, but it's always about you. Like kind of like his narcissism and and how self centered he is, and then and then it goes into the the flashback of, and it plays into that archetype of Raph, who's always this lone wolf, and like yeah. he's he's the last to lean on this brotherhood. That he's like they've spent their entire upbringing learning to train as ninjas together, and Raph has always been, you know what, I can do it myself. What's also interesting about that scene, like he has this fucking breakdown talking about like like and essentially cursing out wrath and the the next time they cut to the table where he was envisioning his brothers around it they're all gone yeah so again like there's all these like moments of just like i don't know if mikey's crazy or if he's actually summoning them or if he's creating this like i don't know how deep they're going to take this drama but like he's he's lost a lot in and it's been a long time for him to kind of like start to rebuild that now that he's found this new mission not even a new mission now that he's he's kind of uh, accepted that he, the last Ronin, right? He's got to kill the last Oro. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he was, and he, he, he even admits in this one to himself that, you know, that, that first mission and in, in the first issue was suicide. He was supposed to die yeah. and he didn't for whatever reason. And then that kind of ties into the, the whole part that he was, he was actually saying uh, that his mutations changing, like he's actually becoming stronger I, and shit. I, like, I love that reveal too, but yeah. it was like, her, her, April and Mikey were talking. She's like, you're bigger and stronger. And, and I love the look of Mikey old, like beaten down and no mask. I, yeah. I don't know what it is about him. Like the fact that like, I can see him for who he truly is. Like, especially after the first issue where he was so layered on and had so much protection and so much ready for battle. And this one, he's so bare stripped down. Like all he, there's no fighting in this one in current time, right? Like this is all him remembering stuff. Yes. Yeah. The level of maturity for mikey is so uncharacteristic that it's like refreshing it just sucks that it's in such a bad way to like give this guy newfound respect yeah it's, re- it, it's respecting of like oh yeah i gotta fucking do do through the trauma of losing my entire family yeah and i i don't know when i was reading it i like during the scene where he's talking to his brothers i forget that it's mike because it's so i'm not used to him being so mature like serious and yeah and mood like it's i'm like oh yeah that is, that's mikey I, is there's an undertone of like I don't want to say seriousness, it's just like he understands the circumstances. Like there's always a weight on his shoulders. Yes, yeah. And you can and, see that in the in the art and stuff. He's always like he he never looks he's either angry or like sad. There's always a bit of sadness in his in his face. Um th- this is also I, I don't know if it was just a cartoon that did it. Um because I know I know not every comic always gave each turtle their own individual tone. Mikey has his own individual green, but this is the first time that the other brothers are all the same shade of green too. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that's a nod to after losing them, they kind of form one kind of thing. Or yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's something because they're all basically ghosts. Yeah, they're kind of if they're even there, right? Like I, I'm not really. I don't want to project what I think could happen or. This was all a dream. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I don't think they're actual ghosts. I think well, I, they're. I think that's in his head. Yeah. Right, but it's he sees them as ghosts. I don't think they're actually ghosts. I think it's, I think he's just mental, like just so damaged. Because <laughs> I, I don't think there's been a conversation between April 
and Mikey talking about the brothers as of yet. Anytime Mikey talks with his brothers, he's usually by himself, right? So something yes. to keep yeah. in mind as he moves forward. Um, we jumped all over this place because we missed so much in the beginning. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying, like, the, the first flashback coming in is essentially you you get to see the end result. Um, it wraps the first one into April and Casey's apartment, and he's just screaming ambush, right? He's followed in by Donnie, Mike, carrying kind of the carcass of Splinter. Like, he's almost gone. He's He's, like, two breaths away. And they're all trying to figure out what what like what just happened, right? So like, and it's funny because was... they, they talk about they, they talk about the truce there. What we, we said at at the top, and it's kind of how how it was broken. And I, at first I thought it was broken, excuse me, with this specific ambush, but no, I think they kind of hint that something happened before before this, yeah. Which is interesting. So that 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 could possibly mean that the turtles broke the the truce. We don't know, but uh, right? uh, assuming that no. it, it it might take the final issue of this run to find out what the last straw was that mm-hmm. got to that spot, right? When we finally get that face down. But by the time Leonardo shows up to kind of see if his fathers are right and check in with his brothers, Raph's already gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't, we, we don't have to go beat by beat for this, but it's, yeah, it's... I just really wanted to talk about how crazy the paneling gets um, when... Yeah, for sure. Uh, the the foot is all gathered around, and uh, I, I'm not sure the lady's name who's Karai, Karai, who's talking about the truth has been broken. So like she's relaying the message to kind of the foot clan that like okay shit's gone wrong, but you, in the background you just see a fucking is it a sigh or like a ninja star hit one fucking yeah soldier sure, and he sure. falls yeah. and then shirk it and then two turn around and then it just turns into a bloodbath and it's amazing like four panels. Of just okay, here's Raph, and yeah. he just goes to fucking town, and I love it. I love it. I love it. So by, the, by the time she he fights this. Karai, he's got like swords hanging out of him and arrows in his back and shit. And but they both it's, die. It's, right? it's his so, last stand. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. fucking insane. Like, hit, like just that run of the battle from when he first starts killing troops to how it ends for him is it's so fucking great. Like it's so fucking. It's like it reminds me of Daredevil and Electra kind of shit. Yeah, um, well, it, it, should. it shouldn't, but we know why it does. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, well, she's based <laughs> off it, so yeah. Yeah, and he and they're all based off Daredevil. Yeah. So. No, way, it works. Way, to, way to stay true to form because there was definitely like this is a bullseye killing Electra, but reverse because he they go down, they go down hard. Yeah, we learn. We also learned too. We learned a bit about the universe in this one, uh, that there is actually there's like s- synthetic food. Yes. He said like he's like oh and, you know she's she bought like when I say she April bought real eggs on the black market. Black like, market, what? yeah. So it's like oh we're getting so we're getting hints of what how suppressed and how messed up the the universe is. And there's like a there's like a tiered system of of civilization too like the, i love that the whole new york there's a top yeah new york bottom new the york. three districts the top middle yeah and a resistance lives in the underground so in the bottom and and it was part of it and her daughter casey marie jones marie jones that's the, yeah. the bigger reveal although we got a taste of that in the first one yeah we met her in the first but we get the official name and and, and, and mikey gets to meet her and then we didn't talk about the the elephant in the room that like April's not even whole anymore. She's got a synthetic oh, right, yeah. and leg, right? Yeah, she's prosthetics. Yeah, and Mikey's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, he's always got a grizzled face on him. It's amazing. Like he's like, eh? <laughs> like he's he, he, it, he's it's so not what you expect from Mikey, which is probably the best move 
yeah. the characters. I know we were talking about who we wanted it to be, but it, we want you were the same. You you're the same host as me, right? It was either him or Donnie. Yeah. Yeah. You knew it was gonna be them, but like I I thought sooner or later you're gonna inject some sort of level of the Mikey that we've always known and the carefree. The only connection I've ever I've seen yet is um, Marie asks Mikey to translate some um, journals that are in Japanese. And I was like, oh yeah. Because only Mikey can read Japanese. That's right. Yes. Yeah. That's right. That was, that was a nice little callback they had in there. Boy, that was. That was a good catch. Yeah. That dude's struggling, like hand in hand. There was a funny part too. Like this, this these comics are pretty dark. But I know in the flashback where Raph was is looking for Karai, and he if he finds the foot soldiers in in like the sewers, right? And he's like, "Where is she? Where is?" <laughs> and then you, they show the top view, the street view. <laughs> yeah. Well, they show the street view, and guys are walking by the grates, just like in the first in the first movie. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah. Like, oh, what the fuck? Like, who's, who's yelling down there? there? Yeah. Yeah. Again, most, if not all, Ninja Turtle comics are always a love letter to the first Ninja Turtle comic. Mm-hmm. Because it's so such an out of pocket idea, the fact that you can get people so excited to be like, okay, this is what I would do if I had a chance to do it. And nine times out of ten, it always works, right? I, I haven't read a bad one, a really bad one. I've read some like, eh. but it's it's insane how many people understand these four guys to keep telling different stories from these four guys. Yeah, well, and and. Did you want to talk about like where Mikey has been? I know that we mentioned this at the flashback, but we didn't really how he just ran off to the mountains. Um, I do because I I also think the art style is a little callback to Eastman and Laird. Oh, it is. It's the Mirage. It's the Mirage series for sure. Yeah, um, which I loved, and the fact that he's in a snowsuit also remind me of one of the many Ninja Turtle toys. That toys, I, yeah. I would have had. So again, like these comics seem to be Easter eggs full of just like, if you're a fan of this series, you're going to love it for so many different reasons. But yeah, let's talk about where this guy's been. Yeah. He just, he just fucks off to the mountain. He says after the bad stuff happens. So basically after his family's murders, <laughs> he, <laughs> he runs up to the mountains to kind of like live peacefully. And he still trouble still finds him. And then that I was, I, I took it as he was going to die. He was just waiting to yeah. die. He went up to the mountains kind of. Thing. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, but like destiny wouldn't, let him die like his 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 mission was incomplete right? and he would keep hearing spirits and stuff like that and that's right well and then and then he actually did get physically attacked too yeah people calling him monsters which is yeah hard, hard life for mutant turtles there's yeah. a lot of places you guys can kind of live <laughs> a free a free life free, free mutant turtles freaks it's like not not yeah. here man and then yeah he comes back he comes back to to new york to take out uh what's his name Hiroto, right yeah, that's the that's the whole mission. It's like he's got to be the last Ronin to kill the last Oroku. Yeah, the Haroto. Oh, yeah, Usaki. Yeah, that's right. Which is insane. Uh, I just really? love that. Sorry, Sorry to cut you. The when he um, the line where he says the I was the last of my clan masterless Ronin. The paneling for that is him holding like just him. Kind of stronger now, like he was weak going into the mountains and kind of. You could see him kind of. That's right. Fall that's, apart. A good, that's a good call. Yeah. But he's standing strong now, knowing that he has a purpose, even though essentially it's a suicide mission, right? Like he's going to be an agent of, I won't say kamikaze because I don't know if that's even an appropriate term anymore. But the fact that you, when you decide that you're a Ronin, you know that. There's no end. Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- well, there's no master, right? So there's, it's kind of lawless. Like I'm just going to fulfill this one truth, whatever this truth is, and then whatever happens, happens kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But I just love that panel. I was like, I 
in as many um, panels as I've seen in these two issues. I haven't seen Michelangelo look as strong as they did have him in black and white. Just I have a sense of purpose with all of this loss. I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, uh, and you're right. I forget, I forget what you said now, but there was. Um... It's okay. I'm right though. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. The the one thing that the, the you ready to talk about the ending? Sure. Because the ending was good. I know. Well, we, Casey's so Casey knows just one of the throws, and she knows a lot of fighting styles like kendo, bushido, seppuku, and has idolized turtles. So she wants to help Mike Lenzo on his mission, and uh, she seems like. She knows what she's doing, but we'll see how that goes. But yeah, the she, sorry to cut you there. She's got a crazy uh, training facility set up too, yes. right? Like she yeah. looks like she's been living the Master Splinter's lifestyle without Master Splinter. Yeah. Um, so if this is where either Michelangelo steps into being the new Master Splinter, or just kind of oh, sharp- cool. or sharpens his kind of his training, I look forward to being in this spot where all this training is going to happen. I remember what I was going to say now. You 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 are right about uh, like a kamikaze mission. I know I know what you mean by if it's not appropriate, but it's basically a suicide mission. And yes. Yeah. See, you're right about that. He is a, in in a way a, a type of kamikaze, and, and he doesn't care. From, he doesn't care if he lives or dies, right? He, he just wants revenge. Well, we got that from the first issue where he was ready to die. Yep. Like he was ready to kill himself. He and... thought he thought at the end of the first issue when he fell out that building that he was dead. It's just his mutation made him stronger and he stronger. was able to resist that fall, which is cool. They touch on that in here. It's like, I thought I was, and that's why he almost uh, kills himself in the, in the sewers too. But yeah. Casey says, it. but the ending. Okay. Same sword too. They, she has the same sword that he was trying to kill himself. Yes. While he's going through all this. So again, they're, they're giving, I mean, it, it's simple callbacks, but they're really playing up Casey Marie to be a pivotal something in whatever this is happening because she was there at his lowest moment and she seems to be there and not his highest but his ready to kind of take on if uh, another uh not sensei sensei is the higher and then what's the lore master master okay master oh no no be master yeah yeah if mikey's gonna take on another sensei right, right. so i look i look oh I look, no he'd be the sensei so like a pupil type thing like a yeah I guess there's there's gonna apprentice, be apprentice apprentice. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to say words. I'm just gonna say words. <laughs> we should have just said teacher. understudy. <laughs> I don't know why we're trying to get too smart on it. <laughs> Clearly, um, I like I like the dynamic that they're building between these two characters. It's what I'm. That'd be cool. That'd be very cool. But the ending it was something I didn't expect because they uh, uh, April I almost called her Megan. April opens up a I don't know why. Does she look like a Megan too? No, she, she's she time hit her hard. Yes, she looks a little, which is fine. A little rough um, around the edges, but that she happens. Is, she is seasoned, and it it looks like she's not enjoying bottom New York. <laughs> no, with her one arm and one leg. But she opens a safe uh, with the with the name Sal on it or Sal Zero. Yep, and brings out a. Or the head of the head of the fugitoid, and I was like, "Oh shit, fugitoids in this!" And so, the he was the android for anybody who doesn't know. They probably if you're reading this, you know, he's the android companion of Professor Honeycut. Well, I was, don't know. Tell me. Okay. Well, he was the fugitoid was the android companion of Professor Honeycut, mm-hmm. who was known to house his consciousness like within that android in the past. So that basically what what that means is he, she's at the head of the fugitoid, so anybody's consciousness could be in there. It could be right. Professor Honeycutt. If that is, then that's smart. It could be Casey Jones. It could be who knows somebody. But she brought it out there like she's about to do something with it. I don't know, but yeah, there, the, there's likely a consciousness within that head. Is my I I went I went straight to the obvious. I saw a metal skull. And I was like, oh, metalhead. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so technically, it could be the consciousness of Metalhead. It would make no sense. Um, no. Although, again, Metalhead would make amazing sense in this kind of universe uh, to some extent. So I'm, I'm fingers crossed that somehow that character makes an appearance. Um, but I love the fact that they were already misleading us to Casey's identity in the beginning because April is in the beginning of the story is calling out for Casey. And when she looks off into the distance, you just see Casey Jones mask. That's right. So I was taking it as, Oh no, she's like Mikey. She's seen ghosts too. And then we find out that no, no, she's talking about her daughter. Right. So yeah, her daughter. And well, it's also telling too that issue three, the cover on it is like a, it's a sword or a katana, like stuck in the ground with Casey Jones mask on top of it. So Spoiler. he, so. Spoiler. Cause he, I don't, I don't look at the, at the next cover issue when I finish reading the comic, I just stop when it says to be continued and I, cl- I close it. Okay. I okay. walk away. Well, I mean, Spoilers. it's literally, it happens the next page. <laughs> <laughs> it says next issue. I don't, I don't read that. Spoilers. I don't read that far. Um, so who knows? I, 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 that's what I'm thinking. Maybe she just has Casey Jones. I don't know what that would serve. What purpose, purpose that would serve them, but I'm surprised by that cover art. You didn't think it was going to be a Leonardo centric episode. Oh, it could be. It very well could be, but it's got Casey Jones. Well, this one talked about how uh, Raphael and possibly Splinter died. Next one could be how Casey Jones and Leonardo died, right? I also want to add on that. If you are looking at the current... Are you looking at the artwork right now? Which one? Yeah, the, 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 the next color issue. For yeah. the next issue? Yeah. What color is the smoke behind the sword and the mask? Orange and purple. So So who knows? Maybe it's Donnie. Yeah. But well, that's what again, I think. It's, It'll it's, be it's one dead. It's something that I will stress every time we talk about it. I totally appreciate the fact that obviously the artwork is amazing and beautiful and rich for different reasons, but the choice of coloring in certain areas always lends the fact that there's another depth of character that you're always calling into focus, right? Yep. So in this issue, we got a, a splash color for Mikey, a splash color for Raph, and then black and white, which we hadn't seen in the, the first issue, right? So if you're if you're reading along with us, if you're reading ahead, start looking, look, paying attention to the color schemes of things when they're popping up. I really think it's a a fun kind of uh, not Easter egg, like a breadcrumbs to foreshadow. Like, maybe, like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't I don't know any school words clearly. <laughs> you're suffering at how to say teacher and student correctly. Uh, yeah, understudy, student, Pupa, pupil, yeah. pupil. <laughs> sensei, kamakasi. Uh, but yeah, like this is this is not really. I'm trying to find something bad to say about this thing. I want. I'm loving. I'm loving it. I don't. Know. But it's hard to. It's fucking. It's it's grown mature. It's taken a property that we've known since we were like five, four, six, and managed to give it an another layer, which we didn't think could be done. And the fact that you know, Mikey's a boss, and like a mute a mutating boss. Like, is is that another stream that we're gonna have to pull to? Like, is he gonna turn into like, uh, super shredder levels of? Uh, Michelangelo, we don't know what this mutation actually means in the long run, right? Like, yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't. All we know is that he's becoming bigger and stronger. <laughs> so how long? And how long do these turtles live? Like we don't know. Like I know Tauruses live fucking forever. So maybe these turtles will live hundred years, hundred fifty years. Right? We don't know. It's nice that you said turtles, even though we know that only ones kind of survived. That's true. Um, I don't know. Why I, I, that. I the one message I sent to you was I thought turtles could breathe underwater when we see that fucking that's right yeah giraffe goes down 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 it doesn't come back up i was and and uh, we're not giving that enough strength that entire paneling or the those pages from once he starts fighting to the end 
are very gripping. Like it's it's yeah. fast, furious, yeah. and but he, like he wants like it's it's a chess move. He goes a bishop for a queen essentially. Mm-hmm. Like he sacrifices himself because he wants the blood, and I don't. That's probably he almost, that, he almost pulls it off. I mean, he does pull it he, off. He kills Karai, yeah. but she kills him too in the process yeah. right like she, they both go down and i i don't know if that's going to be the ultimate demise of the four turtles who have always proven to be stronger as a complete unit than they are when they're separate i it's a, it's astonishing that raph is the only one that doesn't know that lesson like everyone else learned that day one it's like hey man like master Spider has always been like you are four brothers i will train you for yeah and, and you, you think they're older and seasoned here too, but I guess just seeing his dad like bleed nose, just, just yeah, I, I don't hold it against him. Like he's the, yeah. he's the most emotional of them. He just went into rage, but like that leaves the door open for their downfall. And if we're flashing to present time, it, it worked. Like the, like three of them are god, and yeah. I, we don't know if it's going to be because we're not as strong because we just lost Raph. Like they just finished. They're losing Splinter by the time that they figure out that Raph is gone. That's another thing to process In and the other, the other ones are gonna the, breaking this tr- truce right the other two aren't gonna run off like lunatics either so it's it's, inter- it's interesting to we, see or it will be interesting to see how they we hope they don't meet their end i don't i don't think i can't see that happening but I, you never know well i mean to this point only mikey's been out of uh like character well, that's because he's been deformed. yeah but the, again in in duress in times of panic like Again, they've been trained for like you assume for these levels of like stress and just what what's expected of you. But if you lose your father, come on, right? Yeah, yeah. Tough pill to swallow, so the kids say. Um, great read though. Fucking yeah, well, fucking ama- great, amazing. Man. Oh, by so quick, I just like. We didn't really talk about the big baddie too. He's got a couple of lines in it. Hiroto, yeah, he's basically Darth Vader the way he kills his captains, eh? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that whole um, if you fuck up, you're gonna get the skull treatment and yeah. The, there's a shot of crows pecking out eyes of a scroll. Yeah. Skull, sorry. That's, that's what I mean. The Darth Vader is just kind of like, you fail me, you die. I'm like, yeah. I, I respect that. I always like when my bad guys, my villains are like super villainy. He also says this mid beating up his team. Like, he's just fucking <laughs> up left and right. Like, <laughs> kill me, cowards. It's like, what? Like, you're the boss. Like, yeah, if, even if I could kill you, you're the boss. Like, what happens if I do, you know? Like, yeah, like, that's that's never a great strategy as a, if you're ever going to become a big boss or, like, the, the top goon or mafia don, never really invite your team to kill you yeah. and then call them cowards. It's not a good, it's not a good, it's not a good luck. It's always going to be a win-lose or a lose-lose. Like, lose-lose, they do it and you're dead. Win-lose, they don't do it and, like, you, you broke their confidence and they killed them. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no. They need more sensitivity training. <laughs> but yeah, first glance, so that's what that was November, December, January. That's four months for this one. So in, a, in another four months, we'll be back we'll for issue three. Yeah, we'll, we'll see in four months. Um, by that time, we will also be on our own Ronin paths. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I may be dead. Who knows? I may be avenging your death. I may be, that'd be, hey, that'd be fucking I, I badass. May be, I, I may be the one. <laughs> and then somebody, and then somebody who's is first glancing us. Yeah, yeah, it's Stat Boy. There'll be a staff boy making a podcast about us. <laughs> oh God! The student and the pupil. I mean, <laughs> shit. If that's not the name of the comic, I don't know what else to fucking call it. Oh my God! 
just call it two students, like student and pupil. Like, there's never a master or a teacher. It's like we always get it wrong. It's like, you're the student. You're and you the bring pupil. A, and you bring a third person. It's the student, <laughs> pupil, and the understudy. <laughs> Book it. I can't wait to read it. Nothing happens. It's just three. No, they don't learn anything. No, no. People, three people that are ill-equipped to do what is necessary to get anything done. They just fuck around. Maybe the other one because they think the other one is supposed to be the teacher. That's amazing. Why yeah. I would read 30 issues of that right now. We don't have an intro for this, but it's our first glance, first glance, first glance, where we take a first glance at a first glance of a first glance. Normally we just do the one issue, but because it's TMNT, the last Ronin, we're doing everyone. So one, yeah, we, we, we cheat to win for IDW and we love our fucking TMT. And it's a Thursday. Maybe. Or you're listening to this on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. maybe. So launch, we might. It's launching on we, Thursday. So maybe. we might just say that we could have a little. But we're not going to say that. We don't We don't no. overhype things that may not happen. If if people could see what we have down the pike, they would get so fucking excited. But it's it's down the pipe. So it's, it's hard to get there. <laughs> These things. And because because of the issues with like the uh, art direction and stuff like that, they're. they're really taking their time with these oversized issues, but they're like three months, three, four months between releases, which is annoying, but hey, the books are, they've been all good so far, so. Yeah, they're usually littered with just fucking detail and like these little. And they're extra long, they're like double size. Yeah, there's all these little things that you can pull from like as a Turtles fan to be like, oh, like, is this in reference to this? I mean, I hope all of you guys are talking with other people about the books that you read if not i mean you can talk well you can talk to us i mean don't contact me at home because i'm a shut-in and i don't want you to find out where i live yeah, everybody's but, a shut-in right now not, no they're not except you, that's just fair yeah, no, no they're not this, this is summertime weather's getting nope. nice there nobody's right. nobody's shutting me <laughs> nobody's doing anything that uh, we're supposed to do quote unquote but we're what are we talking about? Are we talking Last one, number three. And we are... Um, <laughs> Fight or flight. I mean, it's not, like, not, like, not, not like it's a big secret, but they're definitely going to be taking out one character every book from here on out up until the fifth issue, like in the flashback. So you'll see how all the, how all the other turtles got nixed. Yes, based on the cover art, which is, I think, what you're, you're bracing the reference. Yeah. In the um, previous episode, we talked about the cover art coming. And again, the cover art for this is very stark with imagery mm-hmm. of two titular characters. Yeah, we lost two, two in, this time. In kind of an amazing way. Um, yeah. Again, the cover art shows uh, the the blade. The what is what does Leonardo call his actual the katana? Katana, and uh, waving on it is the last mask of one Mister Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you noticed again because I kind of noticed that the color palette is very quintessential in the background of purple, reds, and oranges, which would be the three other turtles not represented with yeah. this with the katana and the mask in the foreground. So, yeah. Again, this was this one's like these issues. These later issues after issue one was very current time. Issue two and three they have some current time stuff in it now, but they're very uh, backstory heavy, which is good. So we fill in some more gaps here on like how uh Oroko Hiroto becomes like king of New York essentially yeah, grandmaster yeah the grandmaster foot clan leader and and king of New York and how he asked for peace with 
the Turtle Clan, but um, ended up that ended up being foiled by Baxter and his mousers. How do you like? Okay, so so back so. Is he jumping back, around? Let me, let me back up a bit. Let me okay. back up a bit. <laughs> Jump, you're jumping around. Yeah, Sounds like you're jumping, jumping around. around like, I'm house getting excited. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. It's a house of pain. Yeah, but so we'll we'll stick with the flashbacks for now. But we see how um, Donatello and Splinter are going to take off to Japan to meet with yes. that that chapter of the, the there's, a, there's, there's a parlay that uh, mm-hmm. uh, Oroku wants to happen between the two um, clans. And you said you said. Uh, Turtle Clan, but it's the Hamato Clan. Hamato, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that has mutants in it, which is awesome that they didn't just go off. Like, there's it's an actual storied kind of family franchise, we'll say. Yep. That happens to include these fucking mutants that are awesome. Yeah, but so so yeah, so so Donnie and Splinter take off to um, Japan to meet with that, I guess, chapter or that clan, that side of the Foot Clan. Well, the rest of them stay in New York, but as they're leaving, they get attacked by uh, Baxter Stockman's goons, which is really cool throwbacks like the old video games, the robot yes. foot clans. That's what I noticed right away because they're their foot soldiers that are robots. Which is amazing. Like we can, we'll get into how crazy like Baxter Stockman is, but like what a super gamble that um, Splinter and Donatello just decided to they go just off. Took and just kept like, going. We're we're going to Japan. And two, like, if there's anything you know about uh, the Turtles and the Turtles franchise, they're inherently stronger together. So any chance that they're split is usually to their downfall. So just seeing that at the beginning of the kind of arc, I was like, oh, no. Like, obviously, you've read to this point, so you know it doesn't really work out for everybody. But just like, oh, no. Like, why wouldn't Splinter be like, all of you guys come with me? Like, this is a dangerous time. You can't stay in New York. We're going to try and go to, like, Tokyo. Like it was, it was rough. No matter which way you sliced it, I think. Yeah, but they need to because there was they're meeting both fronts at the same time, right? The Japan, they're meeting in Japan and they're meeting in New York just to make sure that the parlay was unified, you know, so on both sides. So it wasn't just there, it wasn't just here. It was both places at once. You've seen only. Godfather. I've seen Godfather. When the Godfather goes to meet with the other five families, what are five fucking other families doing? Yeah, but killing his kids. And then that's uh, exactly what happened here. <laughs> a tale is told this time, right? So it's it's amazing stuff. Mikey called it. Mikey called just, it. It's just brutal to see happen, and like slowly because we didn't. We're not even getting to see the Donnie and Splinter. Like that's the tease for the next issue. We get to see what happens in New York, and mm-hmm. I mean, it turns into, I mean, an amazing last standoff. Again, we're jumping all over the place, but like no, it's okay. No, we're we're, still, we're staying in the flashbacks, which is fine. So we'll do the flashbacks, and then we'll do the current stuff. Well, let, well, let's give some strength to um, Oroku uh, Hiroto, Hiroto, who on his 16th birthday, which is an amazing parallel that keeps coming up throughout the issue, is finally getting kind of his blade and his like entrance into like manhood. Like they're mm-hmm. like, you're the one, and the only reason he's really getting this nod is because. His mom got dummied. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, by Raphael. Remember the last issue? Yes, her the, and Raph. I, so the, again, I, I love the storytelling of like the parallels and the chain reactions. Like it's literally a chess game. Every time they move a piece, like there's always a sacrifice for another piece. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's now stepping into these into like a position of like power and like honor and respect, he can't really take it as honor and respect. Like dude wants vengeance from them and his. Mm-hmm dedicated his life because that flashback cuts off to where he is in his life now 
and that that hasn't left him right so way to make a villain like yeah yeah it's so, rooted like in, in in his family's history to just hate these turtles you you can't like the hamada clan like yo they fucked me up from days yep um so someone- I, go ahead I was just gonna say, I love when the cut back to real time. The first panel you see is him looking at the same katana that he was blessed with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's also a great nod. I, I I pulled every time that he's in kind of his um, war room or like his base. Mm-hmm. The shades of color are red, purple, and blue. The only orange you see is outside in like the night sky. So I like that there was already a divide between kind of the four brothers. Mikey's on the outside trying to battle his way in and inside, like, Boss has already got all their numbers. Mm-hmm. So that and the whole, like, Mr. Freeze, like, my mom's in the tube shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. <His> mom... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Karai is in it too. So actually, I'll ask that. I'll ask that at the end. But um, since we're staying in the flashbacks, um, yes, there's, some, there's some cool nods. There's Casey. Now, you and I are both huge fans of the movies but casey gets the cricket bat out yes i was like yes yes right that was so that was awesome to see even then, and then he gets that sledgehammer right that was a huge like yeah. yes like yeah. Kate, they, casey's learned yeah. it's not just sports that's gonna fucking save the day no. sometimes you're gonna need a fucking hammer that was, that was great and then the fact that like casey's got a squad yeah. I appreciated that too, right? Yeah. So just and that's, the level, sorry, just the level of understanding that characters can't really be the same versions of they of previous iterations, like to live in the world that you're now building, things would have to escalate. And Casey would definitely be like, oh, you guys got four brothers? Yeah, I'm gonna go get three brothers. Uh-huh. Like, And then we gonna have a huge family cookout, right? So that's what it turned into. What, what was cool about uh, the flashbacks is that it fills in um, the the how it all happened. Like, we knew that Mikey kind of drifted off to the other side of the world, but we right. didn't know why. And now we finally know why. And that's the uh, when they're when the the guys who got left back in New York. So Leo, Mikey, um, Honeycut, Casey, and April right. got jumped by by Baxter and, and his goons and his Mausers. Those are the new the new age Mausers are there, which is cool. Um, like he sent the on, the onslaught. He sent the yeah. entire kit and caboodle out. Good on him. That's a good villain. Basically, Fugitoid blew up or self-destruct himself and blew up in, the entire block. And that's in, what... Instead of giving himself off to yes, Baxter, which was exactly. the end of the yes. Yeah. Instead, because that's what Baxter was after, was the Fugitoid and everything he knew. Right. Uh, he, he was actually able to track them through him, which is kind of cool, too. Um, so, yeah, the explosion goes off. Leo and Casey are killed, presumably. And Mikey's fucking, he's blasted off to like the outside of the city. And he goes back. You find out he goes like back. Blocks. To, yeah. Blocks. And he, blocks. you find that he goes back to the lair, can't find anybody. So he, he's like, I got to warn Donnie and, and Master Splinter. So he takes, that's why he leaves. That's why he goes to like the Alps. Like he's gone. Remember he yeah. And Japan. Th- all those panels were heartbreaking too. Cause he's explaining yeah. the story to April of like what happened, right? Like he's yeah. finally getting someone else to piece the rest of the story together. Cause Mikey doesn't even remember everything he needs kind of april yeah. and um fugitoid to kind of like fill in the blanks of a lot of places but just the level of him waking up going back to the shop seeing it obliterated yeah. not knowing what to do grabbing some gear and just hopping a flight to tokyo like 
damn, like it makes you think he grew up in that entire moment. Because there's a lot of uh, exposition. Or not, there's like a conversation between him and Leo when my, when Leo's basically like Leo understands it's going to be a standoff and like him and Casey may not come back to it. And he just basically says, Mikey, like, go, go save Fugitoid. Um, we'll be there. Uh-huh. Right. And Mikey kind of gets the, the, he can see the writing on the wall, like based on the troops that are just the onslaught that's coming for them. He, he kind of knows like, it's never going to be the same again. Yep. And this is like, I don't know if by this point he knows what's happened to Raph. Yeah, Raph is, yeah, they know. Raph's gone. Because, okay. yeah, because um, uh, Hiroto's taken over at this point. He's just taken over, which means that right. the, Karai's the whole, dead. The, the so trade-off, if they know yeah. Karai's dead, they know Raph's dead, right? So, again, the entire family hasn't finished grieving for one loss and already splinters in the mindset of, like, we got to go make peace. And it's like, you're already at war. Like, yeah. And Mikey's left in the crosshashes to be like, I'm the youngest. And I'm like, I, I remember when it was the good old days, but we're far past that shit. Like you feel it. You really feel for Mikey as he's telling this to April and like reliving it and like putting the pieces back together. Cause you get backstory on April too, which is insane. Yeah. Like from the explosion, she wakes up in a hospital. Yeah. Pregnant. Um, well, she remembers going in pregnant. Yeah. But she wakes up with a metal arm, a metal leg, and a and baby. A baby. And like, yeah. Like, so she, that's, when she, that's when she leaves. Yeah, she leaves the hospital like that. Yeah. So she's basically, she's in the hospital for a year. And during that time, the turtles are gone. She's in the hospital. And Hiroto basically takes over New York because there's nothing stopping him, right? And that leads yeah. us to where we are now um, in current time where he's, like, executing martial law. Which is insane. Police ain't shit in this world, by the way. Like, no, no. like what the fuck? Halt! Like, halt! <laughs> <laughs> no, not today. Um, and he's like a boss too, right? Because he's got the whole holograms to like um, scout out over the city. To yeah. be like, yeah. yo, there's intrusions and monsters in your city. If yeah. you don't fucking give them to me, this would be worse for everybody else. Yeah. Like that's the decree. And like, yeah. So, so he he essentially, yeah, he just turns the entire city against. Mikey by executing martial law and just like, hey, this is this monster running around. Anybody sees him? You gotta let me know. Or you, you gotta kill him. But he said his one mistake that most villains do. He never said kill him. He said bring bring, bring him, him to, to me. me alive and like he'll make his decision of how like that's already like yeah. you should just, just whoever you can get to kill him, kill him. Just right bring me the shell. I like, yeah. bring me like, bring me a head. Right. <laughs> Too much bloodlust. Um, so K- Casey Marie gets her friends to help out with all this nonsense. So she's dodging cops and 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 the Foot Clan, and she gets her. So they basically get a small group together. Yeah, she's she's she got her own clique. With yeah, some weird names. One of the dudes' names Breaker. Like, yeah, they're weird. They're like, they're like I'm, I'm not learning smack. all these names. This is yeah. Smack. And this is Boulder. <laughs> and this is Crush. And it's, I'm not learning these till I have to learn these. They sound like uh, failed American gladiators. Like, yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> exactly. And you know what they look like? That's exactly what they sound like failed, failed American gladiators. There was a great trade-off before Casey goes up um, street where she's talking to Mikey and like sneaks up on him too, which is kind of out of pocket too, right? Like he was in his thoughts and she yeah. managed to kind of get the drop on him. Yeah, and talking to his brothers. Dead brothers. He's he's trying to warn her about being kind of a headstrong. Um, always all-knowing 
teenager. And then smart she's ass. like, smart ass. Yeah, essentially him when he was that age, right? Because she gives a little wink and nod of like, I'll be fine. And he, like, he has that moment of just like, so that's what that's like. Yeah. Right? yeah, like, yeah. like that, yeah. that's what's being a teenager who just. A little bitch. And for all intents and purposes, like she's trained and like can handle a lot of things coming at her. But again, Mikey being Mikey is already taking on that type of parental mindset of like, I don't have much family left. And the little bit of family I do have are in my head all the time. So all you new guys, like I'm just looking out for you because it's about to get even more thick than it's already been. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that little trade-off between the two. Yeah, it's it's dope because it's showing. It, he's such he's so grouchy now. I mean, like understandably so, but it's just yeah. like it, he really is kind of a an amalgamation of all the brothers together. Like he got that he's got that leader mentality. He's got that grouchy mentality, but he's still you know he's he's almost like he's more Leo and Raph than he is Mikey anymore, right? Which is cool. And I don't know if that reflects based on the issue that we're reading because obviously. All of the, all the entire run is about him, but each issue is focused on that brother. So yep. you would assume that that voice is a little stronger. I do think it's a little unfair that we're not just getting Mikey. Like I would have loved the brothers revealed to be like maybe a last issue that they were always with him the entire time mm-hmm. because we're cheated out on kind of the emotional depth and just like sorrow he'd be feeling not having it. I mean, it's not the same having them as ghosts, but if we only thought it was him and he was constantly like knocking his mind to like, what's yeah. going on with Mikey? Like we think something mentally is like blocking him and we find out this is like the whole, um, what's it? What's the movie that M. Night Shyamalan did and everybody loved? The first one. Oh, Sixth Sense. If if it turned into be like a Sixth Sense at the end where he's like, you guys, you were always with me kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Then imagine rereading this knowing that when he's in the corner sitting by himself having tea, he's not always sitting by himself like he's sitting with his other three brothers yeah i would enjoy that that's like a small nitpick to already like again i'm fucking loving this run yeah it's cool i, I see what you're saying i don't mind that he that he um has conversations with them now because it's kind of cool because they, they still have their personalities and they only kind of they only kind of come and go uh rarely now they were more heavily featured in the first issue but right they're more so obviously they're more so when he's alone but um how did you like they, they had this couple panels of of Hiroto just kind of going nuts on the rooftop. On the rooftop where he was doing this whole like Batman brooding monologue. That actually, you know what that reminded me of? You're gonna laugh, but that reminded me of like uh Craven the Hunter when he goes right. it, in in Craven's last hunt, he has this little monologue where he, sure. he's talking about like I have to overcome this and that and this and that. And then he this guy so this guy jumps off the building to prove yeah. that he's invincible because his robot stopped him. And I was like, that's when I started laughing because yeah. up until the point before the rooftop, I thought he was one of the be- biggest, baddest villains I've seen in a while. He's a lunatic. Cause he's calculating. <laughs> he has power and control and like technology working for him. So he's just letting all that shit happen to him, right? Like he's playing a true boss, like let all the yeah. sub shit do, but this turned into like, are you trying to humanize this guy? Cause like, that's not going to work. And like, he's weird to like, he was in a Komodo, for the first half and then he decides to strip that off and put on like a tainted hood so like are you the hood now that was weird and then like i thought he slipped and fell which made it more funny for me so did i because he hit his foot right That's yeah funny. and like then he kind of gives up so like it was a weird dynamic of like don't humanize this guy yet like don't do it you gave me enough in the beginning that like his whole motivation is like no oh, you fucked up my mom like fuck all you guys right this shit is like 
Oh, you're gonna make him crazy in the end? Like, don't, don't. Yeah, do I that. don't think. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they need that. I liked it. I like. I agree. I liked it when he was a bit more um, controlled. Cool. And just, yeah, and like measured and just like yeah, yeah measured. Yeah, that's like, good. Yeah. But a hundred percent shout outs to the flesh of my flesh, blood of your bloodline. There it is. Yeah. Because R.I.P. Right. Uh, they must. One. They must add that in last minute, right? I would hope so. Because that was like. It didn't, it didn't attach to anything that he was saying. It didn't make any sense. No, right? I, was like, just... I was like, D-Max! Right? Yeah. Like, I went off. Yeah. Like, how do you not go off on that? That was but, uh... so I wanted to come back. So we, we pretty much covered what happens. So I wanted to come back to something I mentioned earlier. Before uh, you do. Because I don't want to leave this the panel. Because well, I like talking about art. Just before you go off on another mm-hmm, tangent. Go ahead. He's shrouded in purple. So we don't get to see the Donnie stuff yet. But he falls into orange. Which is Mikey. So I feel like that's another type of subconscious reminder that Mikey's going to be his downfall, right? Like he mm-hmm. slips into an orange city when the kind of artist has a full palette of range of colors to use. I always feel it's, it's on purpose when they pull out purples, blues, reds, and oranges. So the fact that he was shrouded in purple is uh, the Donnie that we haven't seen yet. And yep. he's losing his mind. And he falls into Mikey, which I, I'm hoping Mikey wins this out. Right. So that was a little nod of like, okay, maybe the artist is trying to say something because it also ends on when the robot hands go to reach down for him, you get a Mikey bubble that says, You're crazy. And then it goes into what Mikey yeah, what he said. Yeah. Did. So I, I like that whole little trade off. And just so just so they know the, the 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 plan here that Mikey and April and um her daughter's gang come up with is that they're gonna go attack Baxter Stock the next issue. So they're not going to go to Hiroto because that's that's a that's a fool's errand because he tried right. that already and got smoked. So he's gonna, they're going to go back to Stockman to kind of kill off his robots, and then they're going to go to him. So next issue is going to be a Baxter issue plus uh, Donnie and, and Splinter, right? Well, that's video game logic. You don't go straight to yeah, the big exactly. boss first. You sub-boss, go to the yeah. sub boss, gain some more um, uh, artillery XP. and like XP and some some items unlock some shit and then you go to the big boss right we've yeah. all tried the video game we're like no nah, fuck it i'm gonna go to the big boss you don't have the right sword it doesn't work out man you don't have the health meter yeah. yet yeah. the the boss is laughing at you it's like game over you gotta start again I'm like no yeah. let's don't take the cheat code you gotta no. do it right no what um, i was gonna what i was gonna say is that what i noticed now like i didn't really notice it in the in the last issue just just because it was just the first time that a turtle died but we've now had three characters die mm-hmm. and we haven't seen a single body okay. so would that not if Karai, my, my point is if Karai is in a tube still you know partially alive is there a chance yeah you know who would be the the largest candidate of holding on to bodies not yet seen donnie i was gonna say baxter stockman Oh yeah, fair enough. But he's more robot. Yeah, fair enough though. But you're not my- you're not wrong. But like Donnie and Splinter's bodies would be in Tokyo, right? Presumably, if that's where they died. Yeah. The three bodies that we think have died have all been New York based, mm-hmm. and since there's no Homato clan around to like exhume any dead bodies or identify yeah. the dead bodies, it would be all these Mausers being like, oh, "I found something. Yeah. I found something." So I'm still fingers crossed for a metalhead t- type of like um, swap. Well, yeah, just like an evil version where they have like imp- imprinted brain of like amalgamation or something. But then it, for me, it wouldn't make sense to the spirits of the turtles. Right. I don't think those two worlds can exist. You can't. It just be like 
a, a bring back of Dinobot from the dead and then still have a spirit of like Dinobot. It's it's funny because it was using my Beast Wars flex. Beast it was Wars. when we when when we saw Karai's body, I was kind of like, oh, I thought she was like dead dead. I was like, oh right, this is a comic book. So right. she's in nothing, stasis. And then that's did. that's when I started thinking, I was like, and you so so that's so why I started thinking, like, okay, so we haven't seen Raph. And then at the end of this issue, we didn't see Leo, we didn't see Casey. We just saw remnants of them, not even their body, just like their um, accessories or weapons, right? So it's like, okay, maybe. And then I was thinking, like, man, because you know how I feel about like revivals and stuff. So I'm just kind of like, I, I don't fucking want this. I like, I don't want it to be like the last issue. Oh, all the turtles are back. And it's like, no, that's. I want this to be Mikey's story, and if he loses, he loses. If he wins, he wins, right? But I don't want. Right. I don't. He only talks to the Ghost Brothers. I don't want to see them come back. Is my point. <laughs> well, what's your thought on Fugitoid? Because he was dead, and he's now a, he's, he's, of, a, he's, he's a machine housing a consciousness, right? That's a little different. So, so he's the, the, consci- the consciousness has never left. Is what so they said my, in this one. That's my cheat code for why I would think Baxter Stockman would have some amalgamation of Turtle or Casey still no, alive. You- but I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't thinking that because we haven't seen a body, they're still around. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of what I, it was the Karai thing that made me think that. I was like, okay, if she's still alive, that means Raph's still alive. And if Raph's still alive, or Raph could still be alive. And if Raph still right. could be alive, and then this this issue finishes was like, we didn't see Leo or Casey die. Well, we, did we talk about if amphibians can breathe completely underwater or they, they need air? They're not amphibians, they're reptiles. Turtles are reptiles. Turtles are amphibians, man. No, they're reptiles. Hey, internet. Check it. Turtles or reptiles? No, they're not. Okay. They're, they're turtles or reptiles. <laughs> well, they're mutants too, so I would have bring yeah, that but that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's us trying to... No, yes. No. The entire reason we have a, uh, a comic book <laughs> podcast is to argue over illogical, nonsensical things that don't matter in the real world. So let's say that he's a reptile, which I don't think he is. For the record, I could be wrong. That's fine. Do reptiles... Can reptiles breathe underwater? No. Okay. So assume that the brain is dead. I could hear him typing to, to win this battle. Assume that um, if he can't breathe, he's got no gills, then he would have drowned, right? The major groups of living reptiles, according to Britannica.com. Well, who, nobody goes to Britannica anymore. What website would you like? <laughs> Damn it. Just go. Just tell the people. Tell the, the people major they groups hear. of living reptiles. The first Britannica. group is the turtles. <laughs> Turtles, the Tuatara, the lizards, and snakes, and crocodiles. Well, I was thinking of so. the Tuatara then. Yeah. Maybe I was thinking of Tortai. Amphibians are like frogs, man, like frogs and salamanders. Listen, I'll make a hot take and say street sharks are better than intros right now and burn this whole place you down. You won't do that because you don't no, but they had, that. You they don't had amazing. That. They had amazing toys, and they were overpriced. Um, There's just a ripoff, like. There, yes, the, that's not the, what we're talking. Like, why would you even make four of them? Why would you just <laughs> do three? I don't understand why you'd like do it such a blatant ripoff. Like, I don't know. because like, at least Bike Mice from Mars, there was three. Yeah, right? but then they kept bringing in a fourth character to like offset, right? You you have to understand it's a cookie cutter system. Like, if we know this is tried and true, and archetypes come in four, you just repeat. It's a copy re- copy paste repeat system. Yeah. Not this comic book though. This comic book's amazing. I will say, I'm surprised you didn't bring up the last little trade-off. As... I was waiting for it, actually. Okay, you're holding on to that? Cool. I have oh, this hot take. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I have another hot take that made me think of, this is a complete reference. So this is Mikey's whole like wake up from, obviously, the big 
bang explosion. So Mikey's timeline is he gets TKO. Yep. He wakes up in all of this destruction. Yep. He goes and grabs gear and then goes to Japan for revenge. Isn't that the plot of Kill Bill? Isn't he just the bride? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so if he doesn't show up in on a motorcycle in a yellow Bruce Lee inspired suit, I'm going to be a little upset in the next. What if it's orange? It doesn't work if it's not yellow. Okay, I can't. So I can't connect it to he's, Bruce he's Lee. Not gonna, he's not going to wear yellow. Maybe he feels bad about april and he takes april's jumpsuit we don't know what the next issue is going to be so we can truly speculate mm-hmm. um maybe you took the jumper because you wanted to be close to april maybe maybe maybe, maybe. jenica is also yellow so i mean she's obviously not in this but still we never know so is yeah. mondo mondo wears a yellow mondo gecko who do you want to actually that's a good question i was thinking that's while we were talking who who what cameo would you want to see in this from all the turtles i said that right i, I said it from issue one i want i want metalhead. fucking metalhead i love yeah. fucking metalhead so i want i want to see Either Slash or Leatherhead. That's who. I, those are my guys. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah. But going going to Tokyo, it seems like a. I, guess, I just. I mean, how can why I wouldn't you? Neither one of why us had pizza you? face. Yeah, the, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you would. I don't know how you would squeeze him in, but I love. I'd I'd love him to be like a sub boss, like right before like the boss. Like he's just chilling in a side room of like yeah. fucking uh, uh, Oroku. He's just like. Oh, I got to make pizza. Like, I don't know why he sounds like that, but like, he's got to make, he, he, he almost sounds like Sui the Chef to me in my head. Um, pizza but, just, face. but I would love to see just random pizza face just for no reason. Just a no nod. Like, don't even address it. Like, don't Mikey, just there in the background. Yeah, Mikey walks past the door and you just see an opening and it's pizza face just fucking chopping shit. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, are you guys making mutants in here? It's like, yeah, don't make, don't make pizza face. Pizza, pizza face is never a dude that you want to um, create. All right, yeah. So before before we wrap this, the the trade off you're talking about, which I knew you'd be talking about, because you I sent me that. I loved it, man. Yeah, it you is, sent me that one it, message. You're like, oh yeah, I'm Leo and you're Casey. You'll know why when just, you see it. And I was like, all just right. off this panel, just off this panel. Tell me I'm wrong. The dying no, that's I knew exactly what you meant when you when when I read it. But the dying all words, right. the last words they say are, "Your turn to buy the pizza when we're through," says Casey, and Leo goes, yes. "Yep, but I picked the toppings." Which and. Are, Jalapenos. Okay, good, and good. Pineapples. Disgusting. And what is wrong with you, Casey says? And that yeah. would be my exact retort. I love pineapples, but not on pizza. You're wrong. And boom. First glance. First glance. We got because this one has an intro. No. First glance. No, no. We made it because we do first glances so often. That first glance, first is glance, that, first is glance. Is that the intro? I don't know. We we said something, but it's been a while because we've been patiently waiting for this motherfucker to drop. Oh my bad. I got, yeah, I got one per episode. One per episode. One 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 one. I one can't each. say it. One one cuss. You can say uh, it, man. Um, Sam Jack. Sam Jack. <laughs> Sam Jack. The photos in my house. Uh, so. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite stories. That's a deep cut. That was one of my favorites. Still my favorite. That's a deep cut. Yeah, because last the last last Ronin came out in bloody May. These large gaps kill me because I'm like, ah, I can't. Like, I remember what happened in the last one, but I don't. Well, you, you forget sharp. and then you remember, and then I remember the beats, but I don't remember like every detail, right? The the total, yeah. So when they start, they start this one and they're already in the fight. I'm like. Did they leave off <laughs> fighting in the last issue? I don't remember. That's it. fair. Um, I was like, oh well. 
the only thing we really know is the cover art that they gave us ahead of time. So we know who's kind of going to get a highlight. Yes. In the well, next issue. And this one was Splinter and Donatello. Yeah, I was going to say, we already know too that one turtle has died in every issue or the backstory of how they died. Correct. Has happened. So the, the last one's left was like, okay, it's the fourth issue of five. And the only ones that haven't died yet are Donnie and, and Splinter. So logic would say this would be the one well again the artwork of the cover shows donnie's bow staff in the snow purple snow mind you um splinter's book and then blood with a lone set of trails leading off right so haunting and like this forest right and again you find out this is a japanese forest because they go off to tokyo to try and make peace with the foot clan as they are the hamato clan yeah, that I remember from last issue. But here's the thing: is this this bloody issue? Before we get into it, it is has four different timelines. Yes. Right now, or four. Different, so we should cover them one at a time, so that we're not jumping all over the place. And that was the one compliment I was going to give this story to this point. They had done a really great job of balancing where Mikey is in the story, yep. what Mikey has gone through in the story, and what Mikey needs to do to propel the story that's been very well balanced and given enough time to his past um any of those black and white scenes of like the actual kind of horror of like what he was going through and then like the the mirage style correct and any snapshots of all the other players on the map being either villains or other allies there's been enough space and time to breathe that you can kind of get a good sense of where everybody is moving forward and then understanding the emotional angst that Mikey is always in and all this because he's not always um, front of mind and like dealing with what's going on right now he's dealing with his past and kind of making amends to what's going on right so three issues they did that amazing we're in the fourth issue now yeah and again to your credit four different time jumps a little, little heavy for me i don't think we needed all four but because it's crazy it's crazy because you got the current you got the current day one then you have a look back at uh casey marie training with mikey and how they kind of their bond started to grow so it was like a like a short flashback right and then you get the full flashback of in japan and then in japan you get another flashback of the fate of donnie and splinter so it's right it's all these flashbacks it's like an inception of flashbacks it's like guys we don't and what was missing from i guess this issue was the parallels at least with the flashbacks they kind of line up to what the action is happening currently and this one seemed to be a disconnect either because it was so jarring or because they had to get all of their ish in this issue to prepare for again this is a five series run yeah which may hurt them may hurt them because because this one was so big and, and it's funny because we talked about it before and you're like a lot happened in this book i'm like yeah a lot a lot did there was a lot of back backstory filling in there was a lot of action but there wasn't really much um progression like nothing the needle didn't move that much they did the no. one thing but there was so much that they covered in here it's almost it's almost like if this is a five issue run this one could have been split up into two because it felt a little with all that stuff in there. Like you were saying this too before, it was a little rushed. 
yes. some some parts felt a little rushed, no no room to breathe, right? So you could split this one into two, and maybe the fifth one we have, obviously we're not going to see it for a few more months, but you you imagine that could probably could have been split into two. So the, anyway, my point being, the last two issues could have been maybe stretched into three issues. Yeah, because there's a there's I'm an not- emotional ending to one of the scenes that you want to breathe and let the, the, those notes hit for like yeah, the yeah. ramifications will happen and it, you go straight into something else you're like wait a minute no and because one scene is rushed the next kind of action piece like suffers and it doesn't look like they learn anything yeah. based off that and then again you were saying there's a couple and ends that they add into this issue for yes what, for what reason i have no idea but you know how I, if you if you listen to the show, you know how I feel about and thens. You obviously know how I, like it's just and thens are just things they throw in just because to make it to add I don't know some sort of excitement to it. We go back to the the training of Mikey and and Casey Marie and how they started to bond, and he goes full on crazy sensei like dickhead like no Ma- you learn Ma- Master Michelangelo. Yeah, and it was great to see him like that, yeah. and then as soon as the the session was done he kind of reverted back to like oh was i too hard on her (laughs) which is okay like you would get that mikey has that kind of uh inner turmoil of like oh should i be rolling into this this position and like this role but like there's weird commentaries like cut your hair and like there's there's weird choices in the art art style (laughs) yeah i was like so was that a joke or like were you just like stumbling on your and I, i i don't know if i was the only that got that like I hope not. Like, I hope they weren't trying to pigeon in kind of like a love connection between the two because, like, mm. she she has this embrace. I didn't think so either, but I was no, just like, I don't force this, right? Like, there, there's a couple panels that's like, there seems like they're forcing things to unfold when the last three issues were like slow peelbacks. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, don't quicken it up, right? Like, yeah. he's he's gone this far. Yeah. Um, but let's get into it. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. Keep the pace. Keep the pace. You, you you've already set with the previous issues, right? But, but the end lightning, lightning fast. Yeah, the end then moment in this is that we figure out we we discover that well, Mikey discovers that Casey Marie is special. She's got special abilities or just is speed and strength basically. And so that's that's the uh, her having traces of the mutagen in her. And it's like really and that. That like that gets discovered in a weird way between April thinking, like Mikey accuses her of injecting her with, I guess, serum. And she's like, no, why would I do that? But I've been testing my child for her entire upbringing. So like this is a fact that April knew from inception, but like had to wait for Mikey to find out. Yeah, but that's a weird a, but a weird plot line that you're announcing in your like season, like your penultimate episode. Yeah. Yeah, like why? Uh. What? For who? Unless the the ending has this giant payoff where everybody that touched a mutant and gets mutant powers. Yeah, the only payoff I guess is something like that. It, yeah, it's gonna be. A, I don't know if it gets a payoff. The payoff that may not, but it's just such a weird twist. It was almost like to announce now. Yeah. Okay. She's got mutants in, in her, so she's extra strong and extra fast, which means she should like survive the next battle. I don't know. It seemed bizarre. It was like okay. So in my twisted head, I thought there was gonna be like some love relationship between april and a turtle at some point she's like no she's half she's oh. half teenage turtle <laughs> right yeah, like, that's, it doesn't yeah. make, it doesn't, it doesn't doesn't make, make any sense. sense no 
Um, but like, why? Like, that's where my mind goes. Cause it's like, you introduce something that was not going along with the narratives that you have been putting out there, which is basically we're in a bad city now. It's, we're at the end of the rope. Mikey's all alone. He just found his surrogate family again. Maybe we can find some peace in all of this suffering that he's lost. You, you don't need much more than that, right? No, like, you don't. But you know, she, she's a mutie now, I guess. So she, or she's got a, she's got, yeah, she's got mutant, mutagen in her blood. And a, uh, a spiky new haircut. And a spiky new haircut. And then during that conversation, April's like, okay, you need to tell us, tell me what really happened in Japan. He's kind of like, all right, it's a flashback to him landing in Japan again. Like we've, we've covered it before, but he just said yeah. he landed there. Now he's kind of like, oh yeah, I got there. And then I uh, searched, I just got lost in the woods, met some people. <laughs> Right. Well, he met, he went to his clan. He went to yeah, kind of Master Shinchiro. That's right. Of Clan Hamato, and just asked for asked for like basically these are Splinter's road dogs who yes. he's been coming up with, and asked them yo like yo, where's my brother? Where's my father? Yeah. And it got super awkward real fast. And again, as the reader, you know, like Master uh, Shinikaro is just looking for the words to kind of say what had happened. But I, I love that quote of there are people, creatures, teachers, warriors, heroes, and legends. Your father, Master Splendor, was all of these. Oh, yeah. And then it goes into a flashback. <laughs> and then it goes to a flashback and the art changes again. Yes. So they've had like three different art changes. Yeah, and, to- to- totally rushed. And it's, see this, okay, I, I won't say it yet. This, this, Part of this flashback is what pissed me off the most. This is my favorite scene in the... This is my favorite kind of part in this comic book, though. It's a great scene, but the the whole motive that... Well, we'll get to it. Uh, So... We're kind of there, no? Well, but you want want to stay in... You want to stay in timeline. Just just stay in timeline. So Donnie and Donnie and... Donnie and Splinter. The flashback is of Donnie and Splinter. This is the story that the, the, the master is telling Mikey in Japan now. The Hamoto clan master. So we're within a within a flashback, as this is the story that Mikey is telling to April. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> layers. Um, so Donnie and, and Splinter go to meet Hiroto. Hiroto, Hiroto, right? Yes. Yeah. So they're going to meet Hiroto and in a graveyard. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, in a graveyard. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. It's a trap. Right. <laughs> Everybody knew that going in. Everybody knew that going in. Even Splinter knew that going in. He's like, I didn't. Yes. Like, oh, you weren't supposed to bring weapons. It's like, well, if, yes. I, if I trusted you, I wouldn't have brought weapons. So this is the part that drives that kind of got me. Was the okay. whole? Then I'll, tell you, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> was the whole Splinter losing his cool? Yeah. Totally like, out of pocket. I'm, I'm like, what? He would not do that. No. He's like, I've got nothing left to lose. You have a son next to you. <laughs> literally says i have nothing left because at a at a point during this trade-off as um uh huroto is sending troops down into this so it's like a valley graveyard yeah and they're in the the heart of it and he just keeps sending down their best warriors to like snipe them off right and it's a great battle right it's splinter donatello and like three strong warriors essentially yeah but at a certain moment Splinter's just like I've had enough of this, and like he's, he's for, he forgot that he's a master in a sense, yeah. of in control of his emotions. He went full wrath. It was just like, but I th- I think it's 
I, I assume the writer's trying to make it seem that when Hirotu says, have you checked back in New York? Like, your boys aren't there anymore. It triggered him, yeah. That triggered him. But I, I don't know if it would have worked to that effect, especially knowing it. that you're going to, like, this trap, right? See, so. I would buy that on Leo, but I would not buy that on Splinter. I would buy that on each and every one of the turtles. No, everyone. Yeah, well, I said Leo because he's the de facto leader. The, the, yeah, the leader. Like, Raph would do it, no, no problem. De facto, but, yeah. He's right? the leader. Yeah. So that's why I said him because he's like the cool. He's not the cool. He's the he's the level-headed one until something like that happens. So Splinter, you, and then you he think and then he's he been in situations sword, like this like, before. Yeah, and like Splinter, fall back. The archers are coming, and he just like launches his sword and gets Buddy in the chest, and I'm like, or in the shoulder, and I'm like, this. I don't know. I'm having a hard time believing this. This is my inner nerd talking right now, but it's like this is not. This is not his character. It's so out of character. And I understand that he's in distress, but he's it's not like he's lost all his sons. It's not like he proved that all your sons are dead. He just mentioned, have you heard from New York yet? Well, no, but that doesn't mean shit to me right now. Because <laughs> you could, right. I, I could call you, you could be bluffing right now, right? Plus, I got one son right next to me. Apparently, it's his least favorite because he's got nothing less to lose now. Because he sacrificed him. And you would think the strategic one who'd be like, because during this battle, both Donatello and his like first sergeant in arms says, yo, we've lost kind of control of this battle. We should retreat and regroup. And he's the one going, nah, no, nah, we, we should keep going. Like, because he says something like sinister shit. He's just like, I will cut my own path and then snipes a couple guys with his katana, right? Um, I have two gripes. One, they knew it was a trap. They knew what they were getting into. They had reinforcements, but they were so far back that at a drop of a sword, they weren't there to kind of help out their team. Yeah. Because when the rest of the Homado clan comes through, then that's when the foot retreats. And I was like, okay, so you guys would have had the numbers if they were like behind a, a tombstone, but they're so far out that like one of the, the warriors has to leave to go get them in order to yeah. say them. I was like, oh no. Didn't you have a and horn you can blow? Something uh, or like. I would have had my archers ready because there's a whole archer like trade-off. And I was like, ooh, like that's that's how you yeah. get them. And two, if okay, I love Donatello, one of my favorites. Again, it changes all the time, but not because um any real reason. It's only because of video game knowledge. Yeah. Donatello's a great cheat in video games it's because he has a range. long bow staff. Yeah. Yes. He's got a long piece of wood that can hit and knock off things. If you're going into a bloody battle. Where you have to kill your enemy, how much damage does a bull bow staff do to an enemy to kill them? In comparison to <laughs> like a blade, yes, yeah, with a blade, a on blade, it. a yeah. scythe, yeah. even a nunchuck can choke somebody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like a bow staff, like I have to hit you, like unless he's completely technical with like I keep hitting him in the temple or this right, like every Adam's apple spot, like. I wish he had like a, a bladed bow staff or like just something to be like, this is how you kill people. Like yeah. this is how this is how I get. Let's put a ninja start at the end. Like a halberd, the bow staff you put, was like, like, yeah, you put a big blade at the end. Because yeah. he, he's just he's mostly tripping dudes and like smashing them in the head to like bring and then them getting back But like yeah, like he's not really putting them down. And then the parallel is Splinter slicing, just dicing through. He was, he was and, going. He was going ham. <laughs> And like instructing Donatello to like kill and move forward, and it's like, but like that's not even Donnie's mo. Yeah. And then he gets stabbed. Like he like Donnie keeps getting hit by blades and things that have pointy ends to it. 
So like his bow staff is like, so everyone is like, so for me, I got a flashback to everyone that laughed at me for picking Donnie. I was like, he's got a bow staff. I was like, yes, he does have a bow staff. Like this is a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. Like, and not even that, this is a wooden dull bat to like blades and metal. I was like, blades, no, yeah. no. I don't know. So that, amazing scene. Yeah, it was not. And the, and the fighting, fighting was great. Like this, this, this book is almost all action. Gorgeous. Cause even I was telling you earlier, like it's a snowy day in this uh, graveyard and the snow is all, it's like lavender. It's purple. Right. So I love that kind of arc of like, okay, this is Donnie's story. Right. So like, and it's constantly like a orange sunrise behind them. So for me, it was like, Mike's in the distance, right? Because he's in Japan, but mm-hmm. he's not at this field. And then, like, it just starts turning into like a bloody snowfield as this battle goes on. Even the um, the Foot Clan is like starting to get drenched down into purple, which ultimately becomes their kind of their, 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 their color and yeah. their style, right? So, like, I I love this scene, but this would have been like either the first scene or the last scene in this book, because the emotional ties of actually what happens in the end. Yeah, because this is this. A, as Mikey's telling this story to April, as he's remembering, yeah. as a master is telling to Mikey, because Mikey bookends this talking about what he did after he found out what happens to his his dad and his brother, and it's like, oh fuck, yeah, oh, my bad, yeah, and then they go back through the the layers, like he goes, okay, the the master tells Mikey this is what happened, and then Mikey's like, all right, and then I left, and I lived in the woods for a while in the mountains. And yeah, he said, they, he said he couldn't he couldn't stay with them because he yeah. every time he looked around it was too hard like this was all the, like this was his surrogate family but it reminded then, him of his yeah and then family. that ends that flashback and then he's back to the we're back to the training flashback where him and april kind of leaves and then that flashback ends so you're pulled back out of the three flashbacks now you're back in current day assaulting and, then, and that's when they street. start to, but that's when they start talking about the mutant of it, her daughter i was like what like yeah. like it went from April wiping a tear from her eye to be like, how dare you accuse me of injecting my daughter of mutant yeah. genes? I was like, what's yeah. going on here? It did do that, yeah. And then she's like, <laughs> come meet friends. And then it goes into like, yo, we got a plan to go take down fucking, oh damn, right. Baxter's document, yeah. Baxter, yeah. I guess we're all through this because we, we thoroughly, again, we thoroughly enjoy Ninja Turtles, but like this run has been so great to this point. It's frustrating that the slow peel back is just getting rushed to get to the ending. It's like, you can see it as like, how can you go from these many beats so fast in like three, four, five pages? Like, no. Yeah. Cause this, this, this book is still good. It's just the other three were better. Yeah. This easily gets ranked as the least of my yeah. favorite yeah. issues. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I don't but- know if that falls on Donnie. That's the Donnie curse. Cause everyone always ranks Donnie the last. As soon as they gave him a gap. They they started ranking Donnie as like the lowest Ninja Turtle. I was like, come, he's not a complete geek because of a gap yeah. in his teeth. But that's his curse. Like this issue falls on him, and this is kind of, I guess, this is the issue where the most happens. But like nothing really happens. Yeah, there's no like progression. You're saying, nothing progressions. Yeah, but all these things fell. Like all these the the boards on the, the pieces on the board change. Yeah, and so they get Honeycut to where they want him to go. In the heart of Stockman's HQ, because it's a lot of pages of them fighting robots, them fighting Mausers, um, and then coming into Baxter's HQ and and uh, 
Honeycut. Yeah, we we're back in present time, right? Yeah, it started yeah, we, yeah we've, we've, we've closed out the we've closed out all the all the um, flashbacks, and they get what they want. They shut down Doctor's HQ and all the robots in a, in a, in the city. In a weird sense because we're we're brushing over the briefing in order to get to the yeah. battle. Where basically all of his brothers, including him, are saying, "This is a oh yeah, this is a bad idea." You're right. Yeah, this is kamikaze. You shouldn't do this. There's too many variables, and he's like, "If I don't do it, they're going to do them by themselves." Sure, we get that, but then it just turns into a matter of fact of just like, "Hey, where's April?" April shows up. "Hey, where's this thing?" Thing shows up. "Hey, Honeycut." Honeycut. Like, when did they get that box for Honeycut? Like, Honeycut's got his own lunchbox. That's right. Yeah. I was like, when did you guys put that together? He was just just a robot head earlier. Yeah. So. I mean, and the, then, I and April, April with the there, tank. That, that's a payoff because that was a revealed. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the first issues. She's like, but it oh, fixed I still it have up, this. right? It just Deus Ex it. Just bang. Okay. And she, she knew how to, where to plug in the power was and knowing that plugging in the power source would yeah. save everything. I was like, ah. That irked me. Costume design irked me twice because I think you could have designed Baxter Stockman better, better than better than looking Whatever like a bootleg was. Yeah. set. He looked like, he looked like, like he, Cyborg. Yeah, he looked like Robocop after the helmet came off. And like Cyborg, based yeah, on the like color Cyborg. palette, right? Yeah. Like anytime you go to black guy and like that, silver, that's right. yeah, so yeah. you're going to think Cyborg. And then Casey. What do you do with Casey? She's just there. You, she didn't look like a Nightwing Robin? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, with, the, with the mask on. Yes, she did, yes. Yeah, with that little and mask then, on. And yeah. then the, the specific crew cut i was like what are you yeah. guys doing well they really want to make this dark knight returns i guess like because it had that vibes they had that vibe already but now like, sure but that's not your, your carrie kelly no i don't <gasps> i'm being so i'm being sarcastic i know but like i thought of her i was like they did have a female robin and she's yeah, kind of taking kelly. they even have that pose where it's michelangelo back turned in the background and then casey marie crouched down in the foreground and it looks like a batman shattering over a robin i was like don't like you guys are so much better than what this is (laughs) this is what you're giving me because she she had her kind of her her gang colors from previous episodes like when she and i i don't know where balls and breaker and beaker and domino and uh oh yeah keyboard like she had a squad (laughs) that's right the squad with all one name all of a sudden they have these like legit freedom fighters like geared up that like are all yeah, like wings and ninja turtles shit. i was like well hold up like i felt like i missed an issue because none of this was explained and then they're already on the battlefield like okay we can do it like they glide in they have yeah, that's um, I mean, the wingsuits yeah that's what i'm talking about like they just it's like wow what you guys are funded the, the whole time the whole time there's this like almost uh the death star star wars thing where like it's Michelangelo on a roof and has to dump over this like those those shooter cannons. I was like, I don't mind homages, but like, was this the world that you were initially building? Because I don't remember this in the first two like issues, like Three, seeing yeah. this sort of style. Yeah. But you know, Honeycut vaporizes everything and then it shuts down the yeah, entire mainframe. Yeah, because <laughs> we knew that. Yeah. Like that that's the death star. That's the and then of like, hey man, if you shoot a rocket in this one little hole, it'll follow and this everything. one little pipe yeah. and everything's done. It's like you guys are better than this. And that's and that's how it ends, right? They're ready to finally storm the gates of the big boss. Herodas bot. And it's like and big boss is this is issue like, even necessary? I don't know. I, 
Big Boss is like, hey, bring me, bring me uh, Baxter Stockman and bring me all the troops because I don't have like my walking robots anymore. Like, let's yeah. fortify the base, and that's like two squares. Like, he doesn't even get a page. Yeah, it was two panels. That's it. So, so that's that. I, I, what do you? So my big thought is, have you noticed that not we haven't seen as readers one single body of the turtles. This is your your favorite ongoing theory. This is my theory. Yeah, not one of their bodies has been seen dead on panel. We've seen them disappear. In spirit form. We've seen them in spirit form, but there's comic lore tells you. Well, first of all, it says anybody can come back, but it also right. says if you don't see the dead body, are they even dead? So, my thing is, I don't think they're gonna just pop out at the end and be like, "Hey, we've been hiding the whole time." What I kind of am thinking is. Hiroto might have them. Sure. Just in a in a like a tank. <laughs> yeah, in a <laughs> tank or like zombie mode or his final go- trial will be like. Are you going with my wish my wish list and it's going to be metalheads? Ah, that's interesting too. No, I didn't think of metalheads. I thought it was going to be them like reanimated, but metalheads would make more sense. Or at least based on the Baxter Stockman. He looks like Swamp Thing in one of these panels, too. They do really good with Vaney in his close-up. But he's yeah. so far gone. He doesn't even look like Baxter. Oh, I didn't um, even recognize him at first. I was like, oh, right. Nosers, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, about, the whole Bowser's Deus Ex of, like, electric, she shows up with a truck and electrocutes the one panel and they're all done. And then yeah. there's more. Like, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just shows up, fries it. Yeah, and more comes. Like, okay. The amount of stakes that, like, doesn't happen in this issue is so gut-wrenching. Yeah. Um, again, but we're already on to the next what we hope how it kind of wraps up. It'd be cool, but I, I like the disconnect for me is how does he keep seeing the spirits unless the souls have left the bodies? Yeah, that's or he or he's so far gone that like he's been manifesting yeah. like this is his psychosis craziness of how to process all these. Yeah, things. I didn't. I never assumed that they were ghosts. I assumed that they were in his head. Okay, I always wanted them to be spirits. Yeah. Either way, and that I was. Would- Either way, that works though, because if if they're reanimated, they're just they're not they're not shuffling they zombie bodies, right? Or like we're I mean, not shuffling; they still they still gonna know how to fight. Otherwise, they're useless. But I, what if it's like um, 101 Dalmatians, and uh, he makes a coat out of all the turtles? He, oh, I thought you meant he's gonna <laughs> gonna rub the one and wake him up. What well, if? But, no, no, I, 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 like as much injury to insult, like he makes a whole. Uh, like an armor suit of the carcasses of his fallen brothers. His own just brothers. Like, just just the shells rage. all over. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> like he's got gloves. It's like they don't have enough fingers in here, but still. Yeah. He's got um, shells from head to toe. <laughs> just shells. Just a walking shell. Yeah. Is this a big egg? I don't know. This is. That I was my parting ch- thought. So my parting thought wasn't even how good the issue was it was what's going to come next which is a bad sign of the issue yeah you're already like what's good because they it's such a rush job it's such a rush job and so fortunate because half of this book is really well done other than some weird choices by kind of characters who've had the same motivation no matter the run like splinter's always been consistently hey man chill let's think about it always if if we're not going to win this fight we're going to win the next fight this for whatever reason he's like nah i want this war now and yeah. I want blood. Like he's never been bloodlust and bloodthirsty. And he's just dicing guys up out there. Check, check. Yeah. All right. Like he went um 
full Yoda when they animated Yoda. Yeah, like, oh, Yoda does flips. And I was like, I love Yoda. I was like, was this really Yoda though? Is this, yeah. Like, he's supposed to be the wise teacher. He's like, I'll teach you how to fight. You'll never see me fight because I've had those days. Slice and dice. And then he slices and dice and then brought the wrong brother apparently because Dante is going to kill with a, with a, a stick. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate. So like, I don't know if this, and then it's not even the last Ronin anymore because he's he's built he's got back a whole the team. team. Yeah, he's got an army at this point. He's got a small, yeah. And, uh, and now he now he's deciding if he wants to be a sensei to this one kind of metahuman, if we're using that term, mutant human, which is a weird offset, and like trying to figure out what the level of trust is between April because that was a secret that she kept from him. Well, yeah. he's still is, he, is, he hold, is he holding a grudge, right? We don't know. But I mean, there's one yeah, issue still, left. I can't imagine he will. But. He's, he's still processing. Well, I don't know if they're going to write it like that, right? Like right. the first issue was, again, heart-wrenching for fans because we're like trying to figure out which turtle this was. That's right. But but the, to see the fact that like one brother doesn't have the other three, that's the main takeaway from every Ninja Turtle book. It's like, no matter which one you love, they love all four of each other. And they know they have to have each. So like that was a constant of like, how is this one, how is the youngest processing the loss of the three brothers who've always been there, let alone his father? So you would think after telling arguably the hardest story, although dying next to Leonardo could have been his hardest story, but yeah. traveling to Japan to follow, you now knowing these are all I got, getting there just too late, and, and then hearing gone. his best friend say like, yo, he fought valiantly on the, the field, but like didn't really use his mind. He used kind of his rage and his emotions. Which, again, I've already said it, but it's just so I don't know. I don't. We have to I say it like again that. and again because I don't like that's that. This, I don't entire, like this, this this issue doesn't make sense to everything you've given me for the last three. The character change with Casey Marie doesn't make sense. Um, April's now motivation to like pull out a story that's obviously heart wrenching from her old friend in order to just get him to talk to like these military troops that you had in your pocket this whole time to go run to this plan where you have to go build or take down this fortress that you didn't know you really could do, but you did anyway. It's crazy. Um, but we're in it. Yeah. We love turtles. So and we got one more to go. Hopefully by the end what of the year, because this one took a long time. May to, May to September was too long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I'm just but saying. Because I forget things. I'm not smart. Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to have to read the four I think so. going into the last one. Back to it be up, like, yeah. Does this make, because this one won't fit, no. guaranteed won't fit in kind of the the narrative that they were building. But no, this, this, felt like, this felt like a cleanup, like a, let's set, the, not a cleanup, let's set the table. Let's set the table. Yeah, like, move this here, like move a this soft here, move reboot here. of like, okay, okay we, we have to we, get everything done to yeah, move to this next stuff. Exactly. To find a boss. Yeah, we need yeah, Splinter yeah. Deads. Let's just kill him this way. We need yeah. Mikey over here. Let's still do that. We yeah. need her to be strong. So it's just, it was just a, I don't know. Yeah. But hey, first glance. One more. First glance. <laughs> first glance. Eventa. This is not Eventus, though. Unless you're doing this. Yeah, this is the last round. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> this is not Eventus. I got my turtles crossed. He did. You got wrong shells. This is first glance. First glance. We got a first glance. Glance. I wonder, I'm, glance. I wonder if you're going to leave it in, but glance. Glance. This is not Aventus. But if it's you're a, listening it's to a, this. It's a glance Armstrong. <laughs> I think that's what we have to call it from now on. It's a, it's Aventus a is coming soon. 
Coke is giving you hope for Aventus. Aventus will come. Sir, Sir Glance a lot. But this is not Aventus. This is first glance of what we, I want to say, overall, really enjoyed. This was a five-issue run of maybe the best superheroes you're ever going to find in comics, bias included. Our heroes. And a story of kind of redemption for one brother trying to avenge not only the deaths of his brothers, but his best friend and his father in a city that no longer looks like the city he remembered. So if you've been listening, you've been hearing how well they've painted together a picture to get us to this point where Michelangelo had not only been reliving the deaths of all of his brothers and Splinter, um, but kind of navigating who his new allies are and new heroes on the map and new villains kind of taking over. And we've been, we've been, this is, this took a year and a half to come out. The first, the first, first glance of this, we, of this series that we did, the last run of number one was October, 2020. So we're now in uh, May, 2022. Like, that that hurts the final book even more. Yeah. That long. If you you took this much time. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, because it was. Were you? What? Not, not really much happens in this. Like it's just it's the which is it's fine. The it's, it's, it's the big it's kill. The payoff. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like but, okay, it's the final showdown. Everything's set up. It's the final but, countdown, right? And but not the same. Like it changes its complete format to the previous four books. Like the four books have a delicate kind of balance between this is what's happening in my life right now and this is what I remember, and even. In specific books, it's a memory within a memory. So, like, as the reader, you're getting, like, a deeper, richer tone of everything that's happening up until the point. And it's almost like you're living two storylines simultaneously. This one doesn't waste any time giving you any backstory or, like, flash forwards or flash behinds or other perspectives. It's straight up, like, this is what Mikey has to do. And I think it's to his detriment because you're missing that kind of break where at least he learns a lesson or he remembers this thought or he connects himself to his brothers and family in a way that helped remind him what he's doing here in the now. There's none of that. This is just like, I need to go kill this motherfucker at the top. Yeah. And they got rid of, they, they really pushed the brothers aside. Like the ghosts right from jump, right? Like he exercises those demons right away. And that was probably, for me, the best part of the comic, the most interesting at least, at yeah. the very beginning when he's talking to his brothers and they all get into an argument, he's like, you know what, I don't need you guys anyways. And he just like whooshes them. Like it's just they're just gone. And then they're not they're not there the rest of the issue. So it's they really wanted to make it like just just him versus uh Hiroto, right? And that's that's, that's what we got. Not even though, like the B storyline is still about Casey April. And kind of, which falls apart because initially that story was about the uprise in the city and who she can trust and who she can't trust. But then it just turns into like this whole revelation of, oh, mom, like, you know, I'm a mutant. Like, why don't you tell me? And and it was like, yeah, you're a mutant. And we're like, what? Like, so there's all these like shortcuts that are taken in the final issue. And it's not even a real payoff. Like the B storyline is supposed to help set up the final battle between... Uh, Mikey and I'm just gonna call him Fake Shredder because at this point, Hiroto. 
I'm getting, but like, I feel like even Hiroto got cheap shotted because he just turns into like a like a snivelly little bitch. Like he loses control of like in the previous issues, he was a villain and a a a big crime boss that knew all the players on the map, knew what was happening in the city, and had strategic different places to go send everything else. Like either it was Foots, it was robots, it was Baxter Stockman. He had a gang of stuff going on. And this one, he's just un, like unchained and just chaotic and like not in control. And that doesn't make sense. And well, then because like, they got rid of all the, all the machines, right? When in that last issue, they talked, they talked about, right? The last issue when they, when they assaulted Baxter's lab, they fried all the robots and stuff. So he only had foot soldiers left, like foot. flesh and blood. Foot and that's why Mikey just kind of. <laughs> He just ate Dumbs them up them so fast. quick when he and he even said so. He's like, these guys have gotten soft. They've gotten too used to, Robots which is a foreshadowing, the, uh, which is foreshadowing of a future that we could be living in. Is like <laughs> yeah, robots doing it. doing everybody's job, right? And then it's like these guys became soft, so he just he just he just ate them up. But then they like cheat code, and then he has to fight these, I guess, like mech warriors or like these yeah, giant but, yes, thank you, yeah, that that was okay, and like that, like what is this? Where do these guys come from? There's no setup for them. They just randomly appear as doorkeepers in front of specific doors with giant swords and wings. I was like, this is unearned, and I don't appreciate it because you have that's, four four other issues to set up these type of characters if you really wanted to. That's very you, true. That's that you, that was you need a harder reason or like a, a, a like you need a harder path for Mikey to get to the boss. And I was like, ah. That was, but yeah, that's exactly. It was a, they, like, let's turn this into a video game. He's got to fight some sub bosses yeah. that are they're old school robots, so they didn't get affected yeah. by the shutdown of the system. I was like, that was yeah, yeah you're right. I think I blocked that. Out. Like, that's 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 weird. Like he, he fights robot crows too, and like on the yeah way. <laughs> yeah, they're like yeah. he was like a it's single cool. frame. He's like, oh, these are robots too, and then it's like, it's well, bang, okay. and he just like knocks him down, right? And All and right. and when what is missed is kind of the beauty of. Again, one of my favorite scenes is just like your favorite scene where he kind of shoes away his brother so he's not listening to him anymore. But every time you see Mikey, especially um, drawn from the back, you constantly see the reminders of his brothers because at his sides, he has his nunchucks. But in his back, he has the bow staff, he has a single sigh, and he has a single katana. So like you know he's always – like his brother – like it's for me the symbolism that his brothers always has the back. And throughout the book – he uses specific weapons and says, "This is for Donnie." And like, that's right, yeah, because he dices him up. With- yeah, Leo sends his regards, and so like all of that stuff is great, but lost when you have to like he's fighting these mechanical like bird people that like have no connection to anything that has been going on to this book. Like, imagine if those yeah. creatures look, look like Splinter, or like look like if we finally got Metalhead, like something that like shocked him into thinking, like, "Oh no, can I actually fight this?" opposition they look too close to something that reminds me of like my brothers my family my past but no it's just no, like here's some, some, here's, some mecha- here's some mechanical crows like, what why i don't why wouldn't if they want to do it like a boss why don't they just like have like a like an elite foot soldier you know a couple like of those that were like yeah. yeah exactly like 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 tatsu <laughs> like tatsu but but like cyborg tatsu so he's got a robot leg or something like that. i don't know something 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 a little different like that because yeah those they, they do feel unearned that's right i just kind of like blocked it out yeah i, bl- I like blaze those pages like this is dumb did you also block out going. what uh uh fake shredder did to his mother yeah yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. I was like, what? Why? Why? Why did he why did he kill what? her? I don't she's weak too. I was like, oh all right. Like so Mike is like, I'll, I'll beat you up like I'll beat up your mother. And he's like, yeah. no need, I'll do it. And then it like, smashes yeah. the tube and kills her. I was like, What? Yeah. Why? Like wasn't this all weakness. for her? Uh, and to then eliminate he's got, weakness. And he's got the and symbiote you, shredder costume. I, I did not like that. I was not a fan of that. I wasn't that a fan. Was a of, I wasn't a fan of the the Tron skin tight suit before, and then the fact that it turns into like molten T two, um, uh, metallic suit, and then yep, you can just T-1000. do anything. I was like, the T one thousand. There we go. Isn't it T two thousand? Is it? I thought it was the one. Yeah. T two thousand. I think you're right. I think you're right. Because original Terminator is one thousand. And then Ooh, the I think you're right. I think you're right. With uh, Robert Patrick. Everybody check out Peacemaker. Everyone watch Peacemaker. He's good in that. I still have to watch that. Yeah, T two thousand. You're right. You're right. T two thousand. But I didn't like. I didn't like that either. And in a few stills, they show that Michael. Oh no, T one. It's T one thousand. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about this. Anyway, I mean, it doesn't matter. Some, somebody's out there. It's like it's T one thousand. You idiots. It is T one thousand. Because Again. because because Arnold's a T eight hundred. Oh, they didn't even give him three digits, eh? Or they only what is Arnold's term? Four digits. Cyber Cyberdyne Systems Model One Hundred One T Eight Hundred is Arnold's, and T One Thousand is what's his name. Appreciate you, Robert. Looks like a cop. Yeah, he was a cop. It's scared. (laughs) He was also a a a tile on the floor (laughs) and a twin. Remember when he was a twin and killed the twin? Oh man, he's also a vending vending machine. We should do a. We do some some uh, Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's finish this. Let's finish together. Anyways, okay. Let's get back. (laughs) No, but in 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 true Coke and Dag fashion, when we start going off on a tangent on other things we want to talk about, it shows the quality of what we read or what. Fair enough. And in this case, you know, you had you had me. You had me from issue one, but you kept me till issue four, issue five. Did you see? I just got a thing on the score. Sorry, it just popped up. J. Cole joins the Canadian Elite Basketball League. I believe it. The Scarborough we, Shooting Stars. We oh, oh hometown. Oh baby, can get some jerseys. Yeah, he's, <laughs> this guy's. I love this guy. <laughs> Signs with Scarborough Shooting Stars. Of C- okay, I just popped up my phone. The dude's gonna play in every car. Getting live. This is, not, this, is not, this is now a news podcast. <laughs> getting news on this. And we do breaking because, like, next year he's going to play in Australia netball. And if you know anything about netball, it's crazy. There's no backboard. It's nuts. It's really? Weird. It's, yeah, it's weird, man. It's hilarious. So you don't do layups? You thought there's no. It's, 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 no. Well, there's no backboard, right? Like, so you can do a layup, but you just don't, you can't go off glass swish. kind of stuff. It's just weird. Right. It's weird. It's Australia. It's just dunks and swishes. Just dunks and swishes. It's all rugby. Did you notice that when they were drawing um, both characters in? kind of uh perspective michelangelo seems bigger in a lot of stills and i don't know yes, if that was a smart huge. move right like your boss is supposed to be menacing and like a threat and afraid of but if i'm like hovering over him is there ever really like are you ever really afraid well to me to me it was well they did, they did say earlier in the series that he just kept growing right he kept growing and stronger with his new- and getting stronger it's with his me, mutation. Yeah. And I guess like bigger they are, the slower they are type thing. So they were kind of, they could highlight the fact that um, Hiroto's much quicker and he was, but he was also like indestructible. 
So if you're if and you're that, not not really indestructible, yeah, I think that was weird too. It was like, oh, they just it's indestructible unless you hit it a lot, and then, <laughs> and, and you know so now it's so he hits him a lot, and then all of a sudden he can stab him with the sigh, and then stab. I was like, this. Like, what do they? They should. I don't know. It would have been better if it was. Tell like me, you was, enjoyed this. Tell me, tell me, this was a good book to end. What we enjoyed. See, to point. Not really. I, but I, I really enjoy. I really enjoy the whole story. It's just this. This the ending was. You know what got me? You know what made me? They rushed, they rushed a couple of things. It was predictable. A couple things, man. Yeah, they were all. They rushed yeah. the entire act. <laughs> And we're talking about it took two years to finish it. I would have rather yeah. you been like, it's going to take longer, or this is part five of a six-parter. Because this battle could have been two issues yep. paced out properly. I was going to say the one thing that made me laugh was the sound effects. There was karakachoo! Yeah, shakaboom! <laughs> and shakaboom! Like, I was like, if that's the highlight for me in this book, that's not a good sign. That's not a good look, yeah. Because you're right, it was like, and then when when you talk about the B story, Mikey kills him by the way, but also dies. So yeah. there's just spoilers for it, which you could have, you would have, like, you could have predicted that. You knew yeah. he wasn't gonna, you knew he wasn't gonna survive. But you, like you're saying, the B storyline where they they turn off the power, and they think that they're gonna have some sort of like rebellious uprising against Roto and everybody just starts looting. Like that, yeah. which <laughs> that was kind of funny. Exactly that was kind of funny happened, though. I was yeah. like, yeah, I was like, you oh, know what? She had troops, and she had her own clique with like weird names. Remember, there's like Blaze and Bubble and yeah, uh, Michelle. Like there was That's all right. these. Yeah, Michelle. <laughs> they're all dodgeball people. Um, but in this issue, they're all gone. Or she just cast them aside and be like, "I'm going to do it myself," and puts on a Robin mask. And I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, me thinking yeah. at least she would have a fight with somebody, but all she does is like confront her mother and then like swim. Yep, and turn Come the pumps on. back on because the pumps Come were on. off and the sewers are flooding and. That's then the, the the water that they released ended up hitting Michael Michelangelo and Herodo that pushes them out into the muck that was very Dark Knight Returns. I don't yeah. know if you noticed that. He's like, and, he even uh, said Judge, like, this Judge is going to be Dredd. a tomb. Yeah. yeah. We haven't done Judge Dredd yet. We should do some Judge Dredd stuff. Yeah, Judge Dredd is awesome. Yeah. Uh, they, outside of the city and he's like, they have the there's like decent moments where he's like, look at your city, like look at this. You're on, now on the outsides and you're in the ivory tower, right? So like you get what he's trying to build, or the writers are trying to like get you to, but like the delivery, nah. And even the fact that throughout the fight, Michelangelo is like slowly discarding his armor and different things are falling off of him until mm-hmm. he's just like a turtle. I was like, that's nice. But it's That's not cool, the same yeah. armor that he started in, right? Like that for me, that irked because I remember us talking for like ten minutes on like, did you see what he's wearing? And he's got this, and he's got actual. But like they threw that away when if this was the final fight, that's exactly what I would have suited up in. Like, let me load myself up with as much heavy stuff as possible, yeah. and eventually I'm torn down to just a bare shell and my my hands to kill this guy. But like that was lost. Like, ah. Uh, I I had I had super high hopes for this man, super high hopes. Yeah, it didn't. This was yeah, and then he ends up killing himself. But it's like <laughs> there was there was that one frame, you know, after he's dead. That because you're right. This is this was the I'm gonna say right now. This is the weakest issue out of the five issues, which Easily. is not a good look for your final one. But the one frame after he's dead. And he's like face down in the mud, and they got his booty popping out like this. Right, <laughs> and it's raining. And it's raining it's on it's all muddy and everything. Yeah. <laughs> but they made sure to put them booty cheeks up. Yeah, <laughs> so they, they had, they had like, to play. 
Well, he's got that arch in his back, right? So you gotta, <laughs> he's been working out, but you know, clearly, clearly, because those those things are far apart. That guy is thick. That guy is thick. So are you are you alluding to something? Do you think uh, he had uh, some extracurricular activities with some foot? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Living, I mean, this guy's yelling at people living alone in the tower. I didn't see any females up there. Did you? Well, the one female there, he killed. So I mean, it's not, it's not like he didn't have mommy issues. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he just murdered. His mom. Just he murdered. Just, it was so casual like too. To it's like, yeah. oh yeah, this is your... <laughs> you think you can exploit my weaknesses? <laughs> Bro, you just killed your mother. <laughs> yeah, it just explodes. I was like, what? For no reason. Fudging Norman Bates over here, like, goddamn. Yeah, can't be that bad. Go to therapy. Jeez. Mother, mother. <laughs> If I can't that, have her, no one can have her. I will. <laughs> that's exactly what, I will let you do the honors of talking about the epilogue. I don't even want to. This didn't need an epilogue at all. And if it did, this is the wrong direction to take it. Yeah. I will say your favorite scene bookended my favorite scene, which was I will talk about Mikey in the afterlife. Because the that final was- kind of scene of his death is you get to see his, uh, his pulse. And then it fades out. And then it's just a... Uh, what's it? The streamline, or what's the what's the deadline of when you no longer have a pulse? It's just a straight line that goes across, right? Oh, flat line, flat line, flat line. Thank you, sir. Then it fades into kind of the dreamlike state of like him waking up out of bed with his brothers, and it's in a like completely different look of the rest of the book. Like it's it's bathed in orange hues, and it's like very light, and kind of looks like a sunrise. And it's just them getting ready for training and going through the sewers and making fun of each other and doing what brothers do to get to the roof. Where inevitably, um, I think Raphael farts and then blames it on Mikey. And then you see Casey in the foreground being like, you know what they say, the one who smelt it dealt it. And then Splinter comes over and he's just like, you know, New York has this distinct odor, right? So all of them get their little remarks, but you get this sense that they're all finally back together in the afterlife, right? That I, I thought that was beautifully done. Although I don't agree with him killing himself and I don't agree with how the book ended. I definitely enjoyed when they're they're finally all at peace and living their life, I guess, in the afterlife, right? I really like that when he entered the afterlife, he was like confused. But he was he yeah. was like confused, but he was like, What what's going on? What, what's what's he, happening? Like, literally waking up out of a dream, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, What's going on? I'm like, oh come on, we gotta go. And then he settles in so quickly. It's kinda like, Oh, no, this is where I belong. And I thought that was a cool touch. It wasn't dragged out, it wasn't like there's a bit of an adjustment, but it was quick. And there's no one saying you're dead now. This is the afterlife. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. This yeah, is they, where we are now, right? You, like didn't, you didn't need to say. That. And they could have ended right there, the end, and then that was perfect. Now you can talk about your favorite part. So they, they, then they do the epilogue, <laughs> and it's Casey and April, and they have She's four training. new turtles. I'm like, yeah. this is. She's got Splinter's book to be a new master. A sensei. But, they have, but the four new turtles. Did we need? Did we need this? I was telling you, I would have loved it if they were toads, and this would have been the, the origin for Battle Toads. Battle Toads, the three well, toads. We're in, a, we're in a new, like, futuristic New York, right? And like, yeah, you, you, I mean, you can't do it obviously for the logistical reasons, but it's not gonna be four turtles now. You could have put no. anything. You could, you could put four hamsters, and I would have laughed. I'm like, what's this? I'm I'm definitely intrigued to see. What you didn't need this. You didn't need this at all. I didn't want any. Like I didn't want any of this. Like turtles are gone. Don't just come in and replace them. I know that they're not gonna they're not gonna continue on from here. Which is so there's no point in this. 
they shouldn't they shouldn't continue on is what in my <laughs> that's the Sorry, correct let me let me rephrase that they shouldn't continue on from there so Stop. i would rather i would have rather seen like a like a fight club thing where they're just standing over the, if they're going to show these two just standing over the rubble of everything that's happened well i want to see where blaze is but, he's my favorite of the mutant gang who wasn't a yeah, mutant yeah i i just no, this, this was overkill yeah epilogue is not need, not needed at all it's just too like, Again, like, there was no real resolution between Casey and April over kind of the danger that April and Casey Jones put their daughter in because essentially yeah. hanging around with mutants and like working with mutant ooze just made her different. Yeah, and she was she was too close to the yeah, to the mutagen that it, yeah. It's like, yeah, like you're, you're strong now. Yeah, you're not the best mother if like you weren't making decisions to be like, oh, I'm pregnant. Maybe I should take a step back from all this crazy stuff we've been doing with you guys. Just you're strong. You're strong now. Yeah, she okay. punches a wall and she knows she's a mutant. Like, all right. Ugh. I hate you when books so. end this way, man. Like, yeah, this was such a fall from grace. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Ru- I don't think it ruins the whole story just because the journey is a lot of fun. But the that like. I could have told you, like after issue one or two, this it would have ended like this, not not yeah, the epilogue and stuff, but I would have been like, yeah, he's gonna fight him, and at the end, they're both gonna die. Totally. There's a way to end it, and there's a way to end it. There yeah. could have been a satisfying ending, like the fight could have been, I guess, more personal. It could have been like a harken back to, like it could have had flashbacks to how each brother had died and how he learned the lesson to like That'd change cool. the outcome of that one at a time. Yeah. He could have spent more time in the tower so he could have worked his way up and just like till he was beaten down till nothing till he got to the top. And then he had to like, that's when his brothers returned to him and be like, you you have this, you got this kind of thing. Like there, there's so many different um, story cues or like logistical ways you could have wrapped this up as opposed to like, eh, you know, B storyline is we got to empty out the sewers. Crack home. I mean, I, I'll always love that. Shaka boom. I will rate this a shaka boom. <laughs> it makes me laugh. But this was a whoosh. It was a whoosh, yes. We don't have to rate it, but it was a whoosh because it's, you know, this is the. Uh, it literally kicked us out into the sewer. Yeah. Into the muck. Until butt up. <laughs> this gets a butt up. Do what we will with your butt up. So we've done that. That that's we've never done this. This is the first time we've done first glance where we did the whole series. So I would have liked to do this with a more successful rate. Yeah, yeah. Because we we've we've done. So I was just looking. We've done eight first glance episodes, and five of those eight are this are this book. (laughs) (laughs) Only three others we didn't, which was Berserker, Shadow Man, and DC versus Vampires. Which we're like, we'll go back to, but we're like, no, we found turtles. Well, let's stick with turtles. Let's just so. let's just run the turtles. So we should do some more first glances of just random yeah, we issues. Should. I don't want to get stuck on doing the whole series again, but we should do the, the random ones. We will. We well, will. every uh, uh, well, that's the rule now. Like every fourth issue, we have to do the whole series of it. Like whatever the number uh, was to get the first turtle. You get what I'm saying? Well, so we, we did, did three first, we did, first glances. We did two, and then we did Berserker Shadowman, and then we did two more, and then we did DC Vampires, and then we just finished this. So every fifth one. I beg you. You understand pardon. what I'm saying? Sure. No, you don't. You're, you're I don't. I'm just I'm just dismissing. <laughs> All right. Just shock a boom this and we can move on to the next <laughs> stuff we gotta cover. This is still worth reading to this point. Yes. If you ex- if you exit uh, issue four, I'm not mad at you. That may be a 
smart decision. Yeah, they both everybody dies, or they both die. <laughs> I mean, everybody dies. Nobody cares about Casey now. No. April's already one foot in the grave. So, with a robot leg, get out of here. Where do I live now? 